Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Six weeks into the new year, baby. Six weeks, wow. How are y'all feeling? How are we feeling? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Excited? Yeah. Sure. Dude, let's Why do not? it. <laughs> okay, so this is the funny thing, right? So every time I'm excited, Nick's like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm too cool for energy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, when I don't have the energy, it's like, dude, come on, man. Come on. What's your energy? What's going on? Why? Why are you the opposite of me? Do you just want to fight at the beginning, like 30 seconds into the show? You just want to start a stupid fight? I didn't do anything. You it's because you this. breathe, dude. I think you breathing is what pisses me off. Wow. You just, just being existing. in front of me. Just existing is what makes me mad. Swap seats. <laughs> <laughs> That'll calm them off. I don't know. <laughs> That'll calm them down. Maybe. Why? Because then I have to turn this way and to look at you. I have to put more effort. It's just going to make me more mad. Is like putting in effort to look at Renee? I that's f- worth it. I feel like you there's feel no what? pleasing you. There isn't. Not when you, not when it comes to you, dude. I, I think like... you and I are just meant to be at war with each other till the very end. Whoever dies first. There's a fight to the end, dude. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. Knives in the street? What? Knives in the street, baby. Knives in the street? What? Oh, I thought you said knives in the sheets. I'm like, what? That too. That no. would be a thing. <laughs> that too. Yeah. We'll do knives in the sheets, yeah. then knives in the streets. But you can yeah. see uh, keep up the nerds on OnlyFans. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds issue 156. Just let's get out the let's get the formalities out of the way. Yeah. Keeping up with the nerds.com for all the up-to-date information. We're gonna be updating that website pretty soon. I know it's been a bit behind, but I've been uh, busy with a couple things. Uh, social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, threads, and TikTok. Follow us there at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, Also, don't forget to check out our audio platform if you guys are not currently (laughs) listening. If you guys guys are listening to the show uh, on our audio platform, check out us, uh, Keeping Up With The Nerds, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. And if you've not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, Keeping Up With The Nerds, so you guys can see the skits at the beginning of the show that we do every week. We've been getting one subscriber per week. Good. So thank you guys. If you guys are new to the show, thank you for the support. Thank you for the subscriptions. We appreciate it. And like I've said before, the best way to support the channel and the show is by sharing it with people who you think might be interested in this. And if they're not interested in it, just share with them anyways. Let them know. Hey, you guys. Brian said that at 500 subscriptions, he will jump out of a plane. Onto a moving train. Never. Never. I look at people skydiving and I say, nope. Why? I don't like heights. That sounds fun. That does not sound fun. It sounds awesome. No, I'm good. Why? Because we're meant to be on the floor. We're meant to be on the ground. That's not true. The only time I would be up in the air is if they said, we're going to launch you into space. That's it. I I wouldn't even do that. No, if they'd say like, hey, you know what? We're going to send you up to Mars. Sign me up. Did you you see, uh, what was it? Uh, 
Virgin Airlines came out with, oh yeah, for like $10,000. It was like $250,000 yeah, for the, like a one-way trip. Or not a one-way, <laughs> one-way trip. We're going to launch into space and come, like, never come back. Yeah. You got to find <laughs> your way back. I, I was, it was watching. like $225,000, Yeah, to send you to space. Yeah. And then yeah. I saw a TikTok of somebody, like they had, they had that report. They were like, oh, I didn't know we were going to get a sequel. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously we didn't, we didn't learn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that was in the water. But, but it's the, everything's going to be fine in, in the air and, and in space. Yeah, this one will just freeze. So did I tell you guys <laughs> Did I tell you guys that uh, my wife asked me. My wife. My wife. Uh, she asked me what I was more most afraid of, mm-hmm. the ocean or space. And I said, I think the ocean is easily more The ocean's scary. way scarier. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be out in space. I think that's cooler. And the ocean is just darkness. In all fairness, we know more about space than we do about the ocean. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, sea life we still haven't discovered. That's cool. Let them be down there. That's Godzilla's <laughs> turf. We don't you, need to know. You know what's really funny? Because I remember when I was a kid, I, was, I used to jump into the ocean and be like, yeah, like, I can't wait to, like, get really far out into the water and everything else. And oh. as I got older, I was like, nah, I'm good. So you don't do that when you go to the beach? Not anymore. I just put my I put my feet in the very at the very front. Oh no, I I don't go all the way in anymore. We went to the beach about Mm -hmm. like two weeks ago, and every time I go to the beach, I make it my mission to go fight the ocean. What? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Waves are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm assuming you lose. No, no, I'm still alive. Just as as Poseidon don't win. Poseidon just pushes you back. You're (laughs) (laughs) and you see you see me get a couple good licks in. You see that? Is that what you do? Just, no, because it's fun. It's like the waves come at you, and you have to try to like you know like endure. Like how far out do you go? Do you go out to like up here? No, I go out like real deep. Real deep? Yeah, real deep. You go out real deep, and then you try to survive the ocean. Yes. <laughs> I actually hurt myself the last time. My jaw hurt. I don't know how. So breaking news: Brian Cavetto drowned today because I he was trying drown, to dude. fight the I ocean. I don't drown. I'm not. I'm not gonna drown. I used to be a lifeguard. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it means swim. once you become a lifeguard, you never drown. You never drown now? <laughs> they give you a card. Things don't like, happen to you in the ocean anymore? It, All right, you're now a lifeguard. Here's your never drown card. <laughs> <laughs> you're immune to drowning yeah. no matter what. <laughs> I, feel like you, I, feel like, I feel like your percentage of you being like, <laughs> I'm going to drown, you'd probably go up. Yeah. Dude, you've never done that? Just fight the ocean? Just fight the ocean. It's so much fun. I've never like a wave stood. comes at you. You just stand there and you try to fight against No, because I'm not a freaking weirdo. Why not? You it's so funny? much fun. Our listeners would be listening right now and they are not shocked that Brian fights the sailing. ocean. <laughs> Brian fights the ocean as he goes to the What, what uh, next? The Are you going to fight fire? You're going to stand in front of a burning building and go, I will not be moved. <laughs> Do you fight, fight air? the odds? Do you fight air? No, that's dumb. Oh, that's but fighting the ocean is fight, smart. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. If you go skydiving, you just see Brian go like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, is that what you do? Look, I look when I went to the beach. I no. took my I took my boogie. What is it called? The boogie board? The, no. the, the thing? The board? Yeah. Right. I took it and I fought the ocean. And that was it. It was fun. What were For you like doing? You were slapping hour. it with the board? Just... No, like if a wave comes at you and like I see it's big, either you go underneath it. Or I try to swim I just, over it. I feel like you were using it like a shield, and then you yelled at the ocean, I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah. I feel like oh that's God. something you would, like, you'd wrap the cord and you'd be like. There's only one time the ocean has defeated me, and that's where I lost my sense of direction. I, I like how you, you, you're keeping count of when the ocean defeats Dude, you. Dude, you're and weird. How you, you're weird. I can, only time, imagine, I can only imagine Andy's just out sitting on the sand watching you. <laughs> and some guy or some person comes up to Andy and be like, oh, man. It like, That's my husband out yeah, there. Yeah. He's like, who's that guy? He goes, That's my husband. 
<laughs> and then she points at somebody else <laughs> that isn't drowning yeah. in the water. Dude, I don't drown. I feel like it Life pushes guard. you. I feel like it pushes you back, and you're like, <gasps> "Not, I, no, I'm alive. No. I won. Let's go to the beach. You'll see. see I, I do mean? want to go to the beach. He has been wanting to go to. The Let's beach. go yeah. to the beach. Yeah. Nerds day at the beach. I'll, I'll drown you myself. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'll join versus I'll the ocean vlog. versus Nick. I'll join the fight against you with the water. <laughs> Poseidon, sign me up. I want to drown, Brian. I use the boogie boards to, you know, bust your, the bust the back of your ankles. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to move on because we've got a pretty heavy episode this yeah. week. We've got fight uh, the ocean, dude. Just get over it. I fight the ocean. What do you want me to do? Do you want How me to fight, fight the ocean? Fight or do you want me to ocean? fight you? I'm gonna fight you. You want me to fight you? As long as we're naked, yeah. No. <laughs> If we're naked, yes. Why do you always end up just? Why does it always have to end up like that? Because that's the only way I fight. fight, dude. It's the only just way I fight. Normal, that is a like, normal fight. Normal fight. It's a normal fight. It's for you, for everyone. No, for you. That's how Spartans fight. That's how a man fights. Naked. No, they didn't. They, didn't they wear like? No. Like no. They, yeah, they they, they, they ran in naked. Facts. Show me them. Proof. <laughs> well, my phone's currently <laughs> recording yeah, your face after the show. Let's go to Google ancient it. Rome. No, no, don't yeah. look it up on Google on this computer. Google it. Google it. They got I feel like if I put up naked Spartans, it's something <laughs> of a different website. It's going to come on here. <laughs> you're going to see a cartoon version of Gerard Butler. Yeah. Gladiator <laughs> 2. This is Sparta. <laughs> All right. So topics for today's show. Uh, we're going to be having a kind of short comic strips. I said one page and it ended up being one and a half. So, uh, but the topics are a little bit shorter. Hopefully, Nick stays on topic and doesn't tangent on this one. Can't promise. No, you have to promise, dude, because we've got two topics for today. So we planned on having one, which is reviewing Mission Impossible, because we were going to go see it this last weekend. Great movie. So okay. spoiler alert. No, shut up. Why do you say it's an okay movie? You had fun. You, is, is one okay for you? This is, this is what he wanted. That's why he said it. Look what you're doing right now. <laughs> you're right, actually. <laughs> Damn, dude, he baited me. <laughs> I just got to wait now. <laughs> it's like fishing. So uh, we want to go watch Mission Impossible, but we're also going to be talking about the uh, actor strike, which yeah. happened last... It started last week. Yes. Uh, kind of expected... Was it two weeks ago? No, it was last week. This was last week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, we, knew was gonna, we knew something was going to happen. Yeah, the, the actors were... Well, my bad. The, the writer strike was two weeks ago no the writer strike was almost two months ago yeah <laughs> was it yes it's been, it's been a while been, they've been on strike for a while yeah yeah because we talked about an issue like 152 or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. and we're six weeks in so oh, it's wow. almost a month ago <laughs> almost two months in now but yeah so the actors have joined the strike uh for reasons that we'll be talking about mm-hmm. uh that are beyond stupid yeah i think we can both all of us agree that uh the reasons as to why the execs are denying mm-hmm. any negotiations are bizarre and uh, ridiculous. Just yeah, dirty. That's just, dirty pull. It's, it's dirty yeah. play. Disgusting. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. Let's go into comic strips, the portion of the show where we discuss topics that don't merit a fifteen to twenty minute conversation. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, you already tangent by like looking by not shutting your watch down. Why did it have to make a noise? It was agreeing with you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and Nick tries to not tangent. During this portion of the show, are we ready for comic strips? Let's do it. All right, guys, this is the week. Fight night this Thursday. Barbie and Oppenheimer release in theaters. Discussing films tweets out the projected box office numbers. What are they going to be? Barbie is going to break a hundred million dollars. Renee, 
Yeah, I see that. I see. I'm. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna go and say 150. I'll do 50 over 50 million. 150. 150 million. million. 150 million. Yeah. For Barbie. What For about Barbie. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I see it breaking over 80 million. You know what? I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna say 50 million. First opening weekend, at least. Ladies and gentlemen. Nick wins the closest estimate for Barbie mm-hmm. at 110 million estimate mm-hmm. for the box office mm-hmm. this weekend. I don't know if it's domestic. They didn't say domestic, or if it was. I believe uh, it would probably only be domestic. It'd be domestic, right? Yeah. Oppenheimer. Renee wins this one. 49 million projected. 49. 49 yeah. million. But I think it goes alongside with what we said a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. where Oppenheimer is limited in its release because of its runtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can only see it three times a day. Mm-hmm. And it's IMAX showing. Yeah, is and it only a, showing in IMAX? No, it's going to be shown in laser. But why do you want to watch it there? And plus, it's three hours and some change, right? I think so. Yeah, no one in the general audience, no one's going to want to put up with all that. We kind of talked about this yeah. on the way today, mm-hmm. you and I, yeah. while we were in the car, where it's like you're afraid that Oppenheimer is going to be one of those films where it's like, <sighs> it's like how long has you're going to tell the time. Here's the thing, though. I feel like it's going to be like Dunkirk. Because Dunkirk, you can kind of feel you can, Dunkirk, you can you feel told its time. That you feel its time like thirty minutes in. You can because re- he really stretches. Yeah, Tenant wasn't like that though. No, tra- Tenant just didn't make sense. <laughs> You're trying to make sense of time when it, yeah. just, it didn't. But neither was Interstellar or uh, Inception. No, Inception, you can you felt the time a little yeah, bit halfway in, through the movie. Inception, it's when, it's when they had to go back into the mind. Yeah, and they had to go layers, layers. When they, layers. yeah, once they, once he gets shot. Yeah. That's when you can start kind of feeling mm-hmm. the, the length. Uh, the Prestige, you can also kind of feel its length. Sure. Um, actually, Batman Begins, I feel like you can kind of feel mm. its length too. No, I feel like Batman Begins has more. It has more of a tension. It, it grabs your attention a little more. But you can start feeling its length, kind of when he gets back. So my thing is this: is that Bar- or Oppenheimer has? It's interesting to me because Barbie had a lot of publicity over the last like two weeks. Yeah. And now that we're closer to the Oppenheimer release date. I feel like now more and more actors are coming out talking about it. Like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. has said that this is one of the best films he's ever acted in. Yeah. That's and cool. It, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, it's one thing for an actor to say something like that because, yeah, I get it. You can act in a film and say, oh, yeah, this film's going to be great and fantastic because you put in your best work in there. Yeah. But as a consumer, as an audience member, are you going to have that same opinion? Or are you going to be looking at your watch 30 minutes and going like, holy crap, dude, this is gonna be a really you know what movie. but i i don't i don't feel like oppenheimer you're going to feel it that quickly because mm-hmm. there's i'm hoping that it kind of goes with the imitation game like it, it's pace because the imitation game has a very solid pace mm-hmm. for it and it's not necessarily the same topic but it's the same kind of topic mm-hmm. where there's a problem that, and they're 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 using science and they're trying to figure it out and then there's only like and there's a couple only a couple people that can really do it because it does kind of feel like it speeds up yeah time especially when they're talking about like oh yeah we need to make sure we build like facilities for these scientists and we have to move their families and all these other things i do feel that they are going to try and speed things along sure i mean we'll be seeing it we'll be seeing barbie on thursday mm-hmm. and then oppenheimer friday and next week issue 157 we'll be reviewing both movies again so we'll give you guys our thoughts on Oppenheimer and Barbie next week. Uh, do you guys have a feeling that you guys will enjoy both films? For what they are? Yes. For what they are. No, because I do. I, but because I, I feel like you, the same group of people who go to go see Barbie are probably not going to be the same people that go to see Oppenheimer. Apparently, yeah. AMC has double bookings for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Like yeah. there's a huge percentage of uh, people that are yeah. yeah, who are doing back to back showings. Mm-hmm. Double features? Yeah. And That's I'm like. sick. 
I don't know if that's going to hurt Oppenheimer. Because Why? I feel like people who want to go watch Barbie yeah. are not. Because that's the thing that you and I discussed. Mm. Is that Oppenheimer, I feel, is like one of those films that it's a class film. Like, you really have to pay attention to what Christopher Nolan's doing to portray the story given here. Yeah. Maybe, like, the, the, the I, direction. I right? said it right when they announced that they were, they were releasing on the same day, is I feel that Oppenheimer is a great movie to start with. Because it has your attention. You can kind of, you know, you, you can give it your full attention. You know, you go through the full three and a half hours. And then when you get to Barbie, you can kind of turn your brain off. Sure. Yeah, and it's gonna be a fun movie. If your brain isn't already turned off halfway through Oppenheimer, I don't think it will be because the, the story is very interesting for the Manhattan Project. It's a really interesting it's story. It's not that it's not interesting. Mm. It's just is it directed well? And it's Christopher it's Nolan. Nolan. It's, it's Nolan. Nolan, but it's the guy that also yeah. made Tenant. The thing is, too, is that people need to consider when they're doing a double feature like that. That's a five-hour block that you're you're spending devoting, all that time. Yeah, you're spending all that time in a theater and stuff like that. I'm kind of surprised the AMC just didn't do it where it, you, they charge like $60 and you got both of them. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's in something the that they're going to be doing later on if they so, notice that. I think that just would have been hilarious. Well, I this, spent, is the first time that, this is the first time it's happened mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I don't two remember another drop film. On the same day. Mm-hmm. Two box office busters are basically like going... Yeah. You know, releasing on the same day. But it really does depend on uh, opening week. I do think that Barbie is going to be insane. I know that every single time that we were looking for tickets for Barbie, it was sold out. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was... The early release, even the front, mm. is, like, sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing front, front uh, that photo of, uh, like, just somebody got it over at Universal City Walk for uh, Oppenheimer. It's, it's just two- one... <laughs> and it's just <laughs> one seat in the <laughs> middle, right. in the yeah. very front. <laughs> When the Manhattan, <laughs> when the atomic bomb drops, they just melt. Yeah. <laughs> that would be int- no. That would that would be an interesting movie to see in 4D. Would that be in far? Would that be in 4D? Oppenheimer. Yeah, man. When that atomic bomb goes off and just everything just shoots you in the face, <laughs> your skin comes off. Just. <laughs> but I smell lavender though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be discussing that more in issue 157. Yeah. Uh, but more box office numbers here. Indian or excuse me, Insidious Red Door passes 120 million this last weekend wow. on a 16 million dollar budget. That's already made its money, double its and money some. already. But the Insidious movies always kind of do well. Well, this one's interesting because uh, this one's taking what like 10 years after mm-hmm. the second For, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which is interesting because you have all the classic actors coming back, all the original actors coming back. And so, like my that. problem with Insidious is that it's a horror movie. No, it's, it's the it's the fact that the fans of Insidious, or not the fans, but the fans of horror, hate that Insidious keeps getting movies because to them they're not well done, like they don't get the story, and then this is still succeeding. It's a franchise that's still yeah. bringing in money. Mm-hmm. This isn't the last Insidious movie. They're probably no. gonna make. It. They, I mean, they say it's the last one. Yeah. In all fairness, there there have been more interesting and more like retrospective horror movies that don't necessarily get a whole lot of like airtime. Yeah. And for Insidious to be doing as much as it is, it, it's the it's the actors, it's everything else. I mean, it, it's a franchise. It does well. It's, it's, it's a franchise that's doing yeah. well, and it has nothing to compete against. Sure. If it's, if you're in the mood for a horror film. It's the only one out right now. What's so, the one that we talked about? Don't talk to six me. Six or mm-hmm. don't talk to me or whatever. Oh yeah, so the one with the hand. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, 
What's it called? I think it's. it's, Wait, it's I think it's Don't talk, talk to me. me. Yeah. It's what? an independent film where it's a bunch a24 of ki- is putting yeah, a twenty four is putting it out. But it's it's it's. Oh, like, I think it's called Just Talk to Me. I think. Is it just or don't talk? Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hand that possesses. Oh, yeah. everybody says that one's really sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so I'm interested in seeing that one. Well, it's an A24 movie. Yeah. Is it already out? I think it's already out. Yeah. It's uh, it's coming out this week. But oh, it's supposedly it's a concept oh, no, that hasn't been. On the 26th. Sorry. On the 26th. It's coming out. It's so an interesting concept that's yeah. like supposed to not be similar to anything that's come out recently. Yeah. They say they're marking it as it's not, it's not a conjuring movie. It's not like the conjuring or it's not like insidious. This is a different kind of element we're exploring in the horror world. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, the last box office numbers I'm going to be talking about here on comic strips, Indiana Jones and elemental have surpassed $300 million. We're getting another indie, but that's like what? Two weeks after it's released, three weeks after it's released. Yeah, it's not gonna make any more money after this. Week. It doesn't. Yeah. Still in top ten. I don't think it's there. I don't. I think they're fine with how much money Indiana Jones has made. Mm-hmm. And Elemental took this long. I think oh, it made its money back. I think it, it broke even. In all fairness, I heard it wasn't that good. Elemental. <laughs> yeah, I heard Elemental wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've heard people say that they really, really like it. But also, it's not on the tier of good dinosaur where people don't know what it's about. But yeah. I've heard it's like really good, or eh, I've I've heard it's both. a it's a yeah. it's an interesting message. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let's revisit Christopher Nolan for a second. Why? Why? Because I owe him an apology. I've hated the man. No, I have not hated the man. I've disliked the man Despised. for years. Right. Detested. I've said some really mean things about him, and I do think that Christopher Nolan does deserve an apology. Why? Okay. Okay. The reason why is because, according to an interview that Emily Blunt had with The Hollywood Reporter, Emily Blunt states that Christopher Nolan is a fan of the Fast and Furious saga. Oh, my God. He would be. Those are She films. states, he Those watches every films. single movie of every type of genre. You never hear him bad talk other people's movies. Why would he? And apparently he's a fan of the saga because yeah. he really enjoys them. Well, he's an artist, so he appreciates other artists' yeah. work. And yeah, stuff like he appreciates that. a good... Saga like movie. So wait, everything, er, everything else, you, you're like, oh, I take it back. He's part of the family. Yeah, he's part of the family. <laughs> oh yeah. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot, dude. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I only appreciate Christopher yeah. Nolan. And Oppenheimer's gonna be the first movie. Be like, <laughs> the first you know movie that's like thumbs up for me, guys. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight him. <laughs> if he disappoints me with Oppenheimer, I'll be like, <sighs> there's a reason why I never time. liked Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's gonna he's gonna backtrack fast. How am I gonna gonna backtrack? Because I he'll be like I never said that. I mean the man likes Fast and Furious and I like Fast and Furious. I love Fast and Furious. Why don't you go marry him then? Yeah, I'm not. No, why? (laughs) We can be pros, dude. We can be talking about all fast movies. I like Fast and Furious and you hate me. No, you don't like Fast and Furious because you jumped off that boat after you watched Nine. Because anybody who was that sucks. You jump boat. You jump ship, dude. I didn't jump ship. You jump ship. You said after Nine. Yeah, you weren't a fan. I stuck with it till the end. I stuck with it to the end, dude. Listen, 10 is not that great. You said, That's literally a lie. You know that's a lie because you said 10 was good. I said it was good. It's not yeah, you great. had fun. That's all That's all anyone asks from you when you watch a Fast and good, Furious movie. Good, not great. No, th- all people ask from you when you watch a Fast movie is if you had fun. Did you have fun watching 10? Hmm. No, don't freaking lie, dude. You said it was okay. I've seen No, better. you said, okay, now I'm going back. Now I'm going down. You said it was good. You said it was okay. I loved it. I think it's great. Why are we fighting on, on this? 
Can because we just get along? Because you, you can look, we just get along? Look, yeah, I'm trying to get along. I'm trying no, to get along not. with people like Christopher Nolan here. All right? I, I, I publicly apologized. No, you haven't. And I take it back. I take back all the mean things I've said about his films. Except Inception. What's wrong with Inception? I don't like the choose your own adventure ending that he did. I told oh, you this. That's what I heard he's going to be doing with Oppenheimer. No, he's not. Yeah, it's an Stop. ending where Stop. It, it leaves Stop. you in your own interpretation Renee? of it. Renee. He, he, he drops the bomb and then you're not sure if it went off. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe. It just goes right, right, right as the bomb. You never actually see the bomb explode. Yeah. Right as the drum bro- drops. Did it work? It, like, it just goes to black. Wait, <laughs> is this whole idea of like, was it a good thing that the Manhattan Project happened? Is that what it is? It's I like, think that's I, what it is. I think it's, it's the, uh, you can't. You can't undiscover what you've already discovered. That's the whole theme of it. I feel like it's it happened. Theme. Who cares? But it, I think what he's I mean, doing sucks. is that I think what he's doing is he's doing where it ends with Robert Oppenheimer regretting or looking yeah. like if he regret what he did. He gave humanity the worst weapon possible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like now, you so we know the ending. So yeah. how do you make a choose your own venture ending? No, it's very open. There's no satisfying ending. There's no. It's closing. not. It, it's not like oh, we yeah. know the history. How do you make that happen? Like, what do you do? No, oh, God damn it. What do you mean, God damn it, dude? It's, we know the ending to this movie. It brought devastation. It, but it's a, it's a, it, it's, it's his own personal journey, and he's doing this thing. And you're, and usually when you have these war movies, it's like, oh, and then they won the war. Yeah, everybody's happy and everything like that. Well, but it's one of those not what here. Cost. Yeah, but yeah. The and cost he's gonna, is he's that we created the cost. biggest weapon of mass destruction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you shouldn't feel happy. But I think it's gonna be like, did we really need it? No. Like, could we have won the war? There is it? no question. Of... <sighs> Don't worry, I have a headache too. I was talking to you, <laughs> dude. I, it, I haven't even watched the movie yet. Yeah, uh-huh. and you're and... you're already you're already making me upset. Yeah, about I, what? Look, man, I accepted it in my family because he loved the fast saga. Mm-hmm. Is this your whole plan? So why are you getting upset? Because you guys are ruining my expectations <laughs> of Oppenheimer. Because How? you said it was a choose your own adventure. I don't want to choose your own adventure ending. No, but it's going to be, was it good? The choose your own adventure. It's not even going to be choose your own adventure. It's going to be come to your own conclusion. Come to your own conclusion. Obviously, the atomic bomb was bad. Was it? Don't do this. Did we need it? Did we not? We'll see. Did, we did, need you, it? did we need it? Yeah. Do we? Do you want the atomic bomb? Maybe. I don't know. Do you want Fallout? Oh, I would love Fallout. You would. That'd be so great, dude. Yeah. Only you. Why? Why can't you just agree with me? Everything I say, everything I say, you always have something negative to say about it. I didn't it. say negative. Only you. Like, what? what is that's it not matter? negative. Only you can prevent forest fires. I know. Right? See, like, that's not negative. It's not, but it doesn't have the it's not in correlation with what I'm saying about Fallout. I didn't say that it was a bad thing. I said only you would like I would that. much rather have a Fallout scenario than zombies. Let's be real. A Fallout scenario would probably give you zombies. No, it gives you ghouls. There's difference. Same thing. <laughs> the They're not cannibalistic. The only reason why they we can't call it, the only reason we can't call them ghouls is because we don't have the copyright to zombies. You can do zombies. It could have named them zombies. They could have, but I think the studio would have been like, "No, we have zombies before. Just call them ghouls." You're a ghoul. Because what they were ghouls in um, I Am Legend, weren't they? Mm-hmm. They weren't really. Zombies. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They're like vampiric ghouls or something like yeah. that. Yeah. What if Oppenheimer's a prequel to Jonathan Nolan's Fallout series? That'd be pretty great. In an alternate universe, the bomb went off and everything went and wrong. Everyone yeah. And everyone dies and we dies. get Fallout. What if he does Q that? Like, it sets the like, what if he fire? Quentin Tarantino's it? Like, just Dude. changes history. Yes. No, he's not that cool. Dude, can you he's shut cool. up? Can you just he's be hopeful? Cool. Can you just give me something? You think that 
I would think it'd Nolan, be cool. yes, Nolan, Nolan, Cudens, Nolan going, into the next series. He's going to Quentin Tarantino it. Yes. How many times will he dream. use the F word? Let a man dream. Samuel Jackson's love this movie. He didn't make a single Avenger. Made. What if he makes it in? What if he makes small Samuel cameo? Jackson? Oh my god. Just a small cameo. I'm telling you, Move it on. could happen. That's a nuclear bomb, mother effer. <laughs> <laughs> Is he riding? Uh, is he riding the bomb into yeah. Hiroshima? Yeah, <laughs> she's the riding heck? the bomb. Um, he also talked about uh, how he doesn't. Christopher Nolan doesn't want to direct another superhero movie. He says he's done. That's okay. But he's leaving the door open for a potential Star Wars movie if they offer it to him. I, I don't want Nolan to do a Star Wars. Movie. Can you imagine Hans Zimmer doing the score for Star Wars? Why not? Let. We already had Ryan Johnson, and that was Let Ludwig Grossin, whatever his name is, the composer for The Mandalorian and Creed, do the movie or do the oh, music Grace for Ludwig for Star Ludwig? Wars. Yeah, for Star Wars, directed by Christopher Nolan. I'd be down with that. That that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like you would have to be like this like ethereal story about. Nah, it's a choose your own adventure ending. That's too bad. You made me want. You made, you said this, so now you're getting it. Choose I your own adventure. Okay. Choose my own adventure. I choose to kill you. I choose death. I choose death. <laughs> Moving on. NBC is raising the prices across the board for Peacock. It has lost over billions of dollars. What? That made no sense. It's lost billions of dollars since its launch in 2020. Really? Yeah. I don't see a good point to raising the price, especially with how little they have in their catalog. Yeah, they don't have a big plethora. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. WWE. We have the, we have Bel Air. We have, you know, no one the WWE. No one watched the second one. Yeah, I, I think second the only season. Thing, yeah. What about I, Mrs. Davis? Was that? Uh, that was more of a meme. Yeah. I don't know what else. They got big the bank, office. They got the office in the Big Bang Theory. No, no the Big Parks Bang Theory is on Max. Max. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. The they office. also got uh, that seventy Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, but I mean, I only really use Peacock for. I know what you use it for, Drag Race. Yeah. It's dope. It's dope. What? Hot. What? Peacock. Which one? Peacock has uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. It's okay. I don't watch it. That really? Is also You're missing Plus. out. No, I know. You it's. it's I've, I've seen it when show. I've seen it when Andy puts it on. It's mm-hmm. entertaining, but it's just not my thing. I don't know what to tell you. I watch it for the pay-per-view events for WWE. That's yeah, it. Yeah. SummerSlam's coming in August. I don't know. I I I, I mean Peacock's whatever. I mean we all thought that we all knew that having too many uh, streaming services eventually they were gonna start cannibalizing each other. That's what I'm afraid of. We'll talk about it in a bit with the uh, actor strike moving on. Uh, to wrap up comic strips, let's talk about some video game stuff. We'll move on quick because I know a lot of people sometimes don't like us when we talk about video game stuff. But this is interesting. Nick, you got what you wanted. Ubisoft will be releasing a haptic suit alongside Assassin's Creed Mirage so that players can feel every punch and stab being delivered to the assassin. That's ridiculous. For you. We're almost there, guys. You, Ready Player the, One. Did you see the... Um, the suit looks dumb. It's just a, it's just, it's just an overshirt. I know. With uh, So what is it going to do? Just go like, boop, like tap you a little bit? No, it has the electrodes in it. <laughs> It has electrodes in it. It's supposed to shock you it's really to, hard if you get stabbed. You, have you ever had those electrodes that yeah. like you could put on your arm? It's yeah. kind of like that. So it's supposed to like const- like just constrict you? Yeah. Dude. So what if you get like 
choked out. Does the neck part? No, like, because it doesn't have an, it doesn't have any electrodes around the then neck. And what's the point, dude? It only has it on like your chest. It has it on your gut. It has it on your. What arms. if it shocks you close to your heart? You die. You're not. It, it doesn't have that much. It's not going. It's not. Then going what's the point, the dude? If you're not feeling the pain, then there's no point in getting. You are feeling the pain. Oh, a little, little a tap, a little, little, little pinch. You know what? Let's it doesn't matter. Then why am I spending so much money on? You're the right. Five hundred, five hundred dollars. Do it. Let's see how. You, let's see how much you can do. Can you're do afraid. I'm down. Of a I'm diabetic down. needle <laughs> going in your finger. Why are you pushing more pain? Yeah, big man. There's when a when difference, it's dude. Yeah, big, big man. When it's not in front of you. Yeah. Needles are dangerous. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna get that little electrode thing I, and just put it on you and see what you do. I would totally be down for that. You would do it? Yeah. You do it on camera? That, can, that constrict your muscles. You I'm do it on totally, camera? I would do that. I'm gonna borrow it from Andrew. You want to do the? Do you have it? Andrew has one. Really? I'll, I'll let. I'll borrow it. Yeah, because we did it at the. We did it at uh, the cabin one year. What if we? Wait, what, what if we bring it? it? Huh? It's, what it's is it? Those electrodes that you put on your arm, uh-huh. and it's like you can and deliver can, a shock and like, it constricts your arm muscles. Oh, I thought it was like oh, you mean the one that you know simulates you know. Menstrual cramps. <laughs> no, actually, actually, those are the same things. Oh, really? You just put okay. them in. Di- you put them in different areas. Oh, okay. So, what if we do like a game show type of thing, like a, like a, like a, yeah, like a game show thing? We get it wrong. Well, we want to do a game show type of thing. Dude, why not, dude? It'd be fun. <laughs> but we all have to do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So is that like a trivia thing? Yeah. Like we have to you do answer the right questions trivia, and, and they have to answer not, wrong, then they shock you. And then everybody else has the. And then you have mine. Well, you're not in charge when I have the electrodes on. What are you talking about? He's, I'm going to have yours. He'll have mine. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you will not, dude. Because like you're going to be an ass like, about I'm it. I'm going to have Brian's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be an ass about it. You're just going to be like, you know, it's like, oh. I'll have yours. Renee will have mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who played Batman in Batman 16? You know, you know like Re- Adam West. And I you're like, wrong! Even though it's right. Mm-hmm. I, already, I already know Renee. Renee doesn't have the heart. He would totally do it, dude. No. His attitude right now shows that he would. <laughs> Renee For the know. content, yeah, Renee, he would. Renee doesn't have the heart. He'd be honest about it. He'd, he'd be like, ah, and then he'll do it. But he put it on like the lowest setting. <laughs> lowest setting to start. I'm down for it though. Yeah. I'm, I'm being for real. Yeah, we'll every, do the shot. Every, every five questions you get wrong, you go up a level. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. Right. Uh, last point: Microsoft wins against the FTC to buy Activision Blizzard. So the nice. case is over, but the FTC will continue to fight it. Gonna get it anyway. until the very end the deal is gonna go through it's gonna go through and here's the stupid thing even sony has conceded because now they've signed a deal where call of duty will continue to release on playstation consoles yeah but all you need to do is just make it that the playstation version does doesn't have as many features as the xbox version that's fine that's what playstation did for a couple years yeah I mean, they had like selective missions that you could play on Call of Duty for PlayStation exclusive for like a year, and then they released it afterwards on Xbox. So it doesn't matter. It's like whatever, right? Um, I am hoping that instead of this like pay to play like model that Blizzard has, they kind of take that away. Because it is an interesting business model that Blizzard has right now where it's like, oh, yeah, you have to spend real currency in order to like succeed in the game. Because Microsoft really doesn't have that. Real money. Spend money, get money. Yeah, but my, but Microsoft doesn't really do that. Give me money. All that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What? To like, I'm going to spend extra money in order to get, like, get you mean like a point things. system? No, like the coins. Like Microsoft points? Like the, like the COD points. Like Microsoft points. They got in trouble for that. They haven't had Microsoft points in years. Yeah, do you know why? Yeah, because they got sued. Yes. That's what I just said. Yes. I feel like we're all on the same page here. Yeah, I don't know why you're getting upset. We're <laughs> all gr- I'm agreeing I just with you. Said that you're just like, yeah, well, they should do it. And I'm like, why should they do it? They got sued for that. No, I'm saying that they wouldn't do it. Oh, I see what you mean. 
I see what you mean. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Apologize. I concede. <laughs> That's funny. We're going to find out how, mixed, how good that haptic is. Mixed done with Brian. <laughs> Usually it's the opposite. Dude, we've been fighting all day, man. Are I know, I'm exhausted. Tired? I'm so I, I'm exhausted. I'm already tired about the fighting. <laughs> We've been I'm literally so exhausted one. since four o'clock I call you today. because I'm trying to like, well, yeah. I, look, I was trying to be nice. I said like, we're gonna go to Seven Eleven and pick you up, and then you freaking decide to be make me a Grubhub. Give <laughs> me a glizzy. Yeah. You weren't even a good Grubhub. I I made an order and you didn't even do it. That's true. You asked for a giant You're monster. A terrible Grubhub. And then I also asked for a hot dog. And I said no Where because I'm not gonna do, because I'm not gonna do that for you. you. Can you imagine if DoorDash drivers were like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, hey, no. Let me get a Big Mac. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your picture. No, <laughs> you don't you need really that. don't need it. I'm gonna salad. <laughs> I, saw, I saw your photo. You yeah. don't need that. I'm gonna go to Subway. <laughs> get your all veg delight <laughs> with On no bread. bread. Dude, those are good. Yeah, they're pretty good. On flatbread. No, they're not. <laughs> you don't need the carbs. No, they're not. It's no, so, flatbread is carbs, dude. Flatbread's more has not more as carbs. Many is it? Is yeah, it? I think so. It has but more why carbs are they advertising? It's a better idea. I don't think they. Is it? It's advertised as a better alternative. I don't. Can you look up how much carbs flatbread has compared to white bread? Why are we looking up? (laughs) This is a better use of our time. (laughs) Right? Well, while Renee looks I want to know carbs. Renee looks that up. What do you mean? I'm trying to get to the last point, dude. Whatever, the the last? La- whatever your last point is, not more important than these carbs. <laughs> the carbs Hang on. Flatbread? I want to know what carbs, how many carbs. This is important. What? People need to know. Dude, this. I haven't had Subway in like two years. 12. 12 grams of carbs? Yeah. For how much flatbread. Is, how much for a foot long like, or six inch? Uh, well, it's just for in general. Like, I just looked up flatbread. Okay, flatbread? Okay, so what about up, wheat bread? Look at wheat bread. Subway's wheat bread. <laughs> 24 grams. It's like more. It's 10,000 carbs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the same thing. What? Okay, let's look up white bread. Oh, white bread has more carbs, dude. Yeah. No, you don't. No, it doesn't. Well, actually, it's like that. 13. <laughs> we've, been, we've been bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lied to. 13. 67? No. That's calories. That's slice, though. 12, 13? It's just 13. What, dude? It is 13 what? carbs. It is 13. It's 13 grabs. Wow. Nerds go to Subway right. for science. No, wait, hold on. This says that... Whole, what is this? this is a slice. Yeah, but that's whole wheat. And this is that's seventeen. Whole wheat. Why does whole wheat have more? It's better because to have white. No, because it's wheat. But it's better so to have white if you're trying bleached. to. So if you're cutting uh, off your, so if you're cutting off your carbs, you would take white bread instead wait, of wheat. So, Maybe so, I don't know. I'm so, not a nutritionist. <laughs> I can make a call. Aren't you kind of. <laughs> I studied. I took one class. <laughs> that's your and job. I got an A. That was it. Yeah, was Did I pay it. attention? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna am send, I trying? I'm, no. I'm gonna send this uh, this clip to your employers. <laughs> not a nutritionist. I don't know. <laughs> How you see it? me laughing? No. You see, see me laughing? I can see your eyes laughing. Dude, this is twitching right here. This is twitching because of how much you're stressing me out for stupid jokes. Okay. Can I get to the last point? Why are your eyes so bloodshot? We, they're not bloodshot, dude. They're normal. I also slept three hours, I think. Let me see. What does my thing say? Vein, Almost four hours. I think the vein on your chin is going crazy. <sighs> Guys, can we have a moment of silence for a fallen soldier? Ooh. Xbox Live is dying. After 20 years of service, it will be retiring September 14th. Cool. Being replaced. <laughs> Being replaced with like Game Xbox. Pass Core. Yeah. I know you have a PlayStation Five. I have a PlayStation Five. But yeah, they're replacing the model, so now it's called Game Pass Core. There's gonna be four S- different tiers. Same oh. thing. 
Yeah, it's it's. I think the the model they're releasing is like ten bucks a month. You get twenty five games, high quality games, as they advertise it, and access to the online servers. And then there's like uh, some other one. Then there's Game Pass for console, and then Ultimate Game Pass, which is it's, console and PC. It's certainly cheaper than PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. if it's forty bucks. I don't know why PlayStation is more expensive, but it's whatever. I think, I think Game Pass Ultimate's only like fifteen. I mean, I'll be honest. I had to cancel my subscription because I haven't played Xbox in like almost seven eight months i've just been on my switch playing the battle network series that's it really yeah just battle network i've been trying to play them all and i'm gonna i've beaten one and two i'm on three then i gotta go through four five that's six nice. and then 100 percent complete them that's my mission so we'll see what happens that's the end of comic strips ladies and gentlemen yeah can i get the notes on oh, the yeah. drive please mm-hmm. we will be talking about more movie stuff today particularly the emmys have announced their nominations for this year. Oh. Disney I, Plus got a lot, huh? Disney Plus had a lot. No, Same thing with um with Apple with Apple TV. I mean Apple um is it Apple Plus. So yeah. here's the thing, okay? No, it's Apple TV. So it's Apple TV, or Apple mm-hmm. Plus. That's Apple TV. So let's discuss the Apple Emmys. TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Because the Emmys are supposed to happen in the next like two months or so. Yes. Right. But they so they they planned the release. To, they they planned to announce the nominations as they usually do, which is around this time. Yeah. But the actual Emmys, the actual award show probably will not happen this year. It either will get delayed until the end of 2023 yeah. or happen sometime early in 2024. Okay. Obviously the writers and actors strike. There's yeah, they're no not going to show up. They're not going to show up. I mean, they've up. already canceled. People already, well, is it the actors locked out of the Oppen- Oppenheimer premiere mm-hmm. in the UK when the uh, strike was happening? The actors were supposed to show up to the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. uh, oh, preview yes, that, event that at Disneyland. They didn't show up. It was uh, Disney characters. cast members as characters. It was characters. Which was stupid. I feel like that was very, no, no. Here's why it's stupid. A lot of those character actors are potential upcoming actors. Like they want to get into the acting industry. Yeah. And so they're replacing the actors that are on strike. So they're being told, hey, you're going to show up. Yeah. No. I Okay. I can. I kind of do get it and everything else. Also, it is a villain move to do. It is a villain move to it's do. It's a villain move. Yeah, obviously. And that's they, why they, there was a bunch of villains that tight. showed up. <laughs> so they had like Corella DeVille, Maleficent. They all showed Were up. Were those the characters that showed up? Yeah. And then they had like Mickey, Minnie. Oh, and yeah, the biggest villains Go- of all. Uh, yeah, Mickey. then they had, uh, which are, even Goofy didn't show up in his, and, he, and he's been looking pretty which fresh. Which form of Goofy? As Walt Disney. Which form of? That's the true villain. The ghost of Walt Disney? Yeah. We'll talk about Disney just, in a bit. Just yelling a bunch of racial slurs. Why are we changing? Why are we changing the uh, Splash Mountain? <laughs> you know, you know, that was a good ride. That was my favorite ride. <laughs> I love those stories. <laughs> song of the South, my favorite song. <laughs> song of my childhood right there. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so dark. <laughs> Only Walt Disney, man. Oh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll talk about Disney in a bit. But the biggest nominated shows that were announced, uh-huh. how many of them do you think were premiered on network television or cable television? Three. Zero. None. Yeah. Really? Renee's, Renee's right. You looked it up beforehand. No, I no. just knew that they're so, throwing all their money into Disney+. Plus. So here's the funny thing. So Rotten Tomatoes posted the most nominated shows yeah. for the Emmys. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All eight shows mm-hmm. are on a streaming service. Yeah. Succession, 27 nominations. Last of Us, 24 nominations. White Lotus, 23 nominations. Those those premiered on HBO, or was it just Max? On Max. Max. Was it just well, Max Originals? Max Originals. Last of Us? Really? Max.com I, Originals. Oh, wow. Ted Lasso, 21. Yeah. Miss Maisel, uh, it's a, yeah. 14. Uh-huh. The Bear, 13 nominations. That was good. Beef, 13 nominations. And the... Uh, the monster one, the Dahmer, whatever. Dahmer. Oh, Dahmer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen it. I, I just don't care it's about good. it. I'm I, not into that. Yeah. But 13 nominations. Every single one of these shows is available on a streaming platform. Yeah. Now, which streaming service has the most nominations? Max. I want to say... I would say Max. I would say Hulu. Max with 127 really? nominations. Wow. And that just shows by the first three that were named. Succession, Last oh, of Us, and yeah. White Lotus, right? Yeah, I should have stated like which one because yeah. I think I kind of gave the answer away. Mm-hmm. Who has the second? Netflix. No. Uh, was it Apple TV? Netflix with 103. Wow. Dang. Who has the third? Apple. Uh, Disney Plus. Apple TV with 46. Here's the funny thing. You ready? Hulu has 42 nominations. Uh-huh. Prime Video with 42 nominations. Uh-huh. Disney barely makes it in sixth place, right? One, two, three, four, five, sixth place with 40 nominations. You know what I don't understand? I don't understand at this point with, with how many streaming services they are, why Hulu and Disney Plus don't merge. Yeah. They plan on doing it. They've talked about it. Talking about it is one thing, but like actually doing it is a different thing. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to figure out a UI for that merger because they're trying to kind of differentiate the programs. And it kind of makes sense because when you think of Disney, you think family friendly. They just started putting in TV and uh, movies that aren't family friendly. Didn't they for Deadpool? They have the they have the R rating now. Where Mm -hmm. didn't they also obtain certain like anime properties? Mm -hmm. They have studio. Oh no, Studio Ghibli has all the other ones, but it's on Max. That's on Max. Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers has. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, yeah, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery. They have a lineup. They have a lot of stuff. They do. Mm -hmm. They do. They've got a lot of. There's a lot to get from that. They've definitely upped their. Um, Can you rotate the now. screen? Yeah. yeah they definitely up their content. You know? Yeah. I mean, especially with the merger between uh, Discovery. Discovery. Because yeah. now, now you're like, oh, I want to watch a cool like documentary. All yeah. right, cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. I got into uh, Hunting Hitler. Oh, is that good? Dude, it's sick. It's so, so interesting. I think, I think they just posted on HBO Max. They just posted one about... Or no, it wasn't Mac. It was Peacock. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, of, they posted another documentary of the... What is it? The Zodiac Killer. I saw that one too. Was it good? Yeah, that was I sick too. That but uh, what was it? They have hunting the Zodiac, hunting Hitler, yeah. hunting. Uh, what was it? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the, the Jack the Ripper. There's a lot of hunting. They hunt for a lot of people and they don't find them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert: They never find. They them. never find them. Yeah. But uh, the hunting Hitler one, dude, I'm stuck on that one right now. It's three seasons, mm-hmm. and it came out a couple of years ago, but it's pretty sick. Okay. Also. Uh, Argentina sucks. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. the place where Hitler went to go hide, or is that somewhere else? No, it was because, like, you can see that there's a network of like how exactly because they're like, oh yeah, how did Nazis like escape? Yeah. 
And then they were like, oh, the Catholic Church. Uh, and what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> they did. So the so what the Catholic Church was doing is that they were they were baptizing them and then getting and then giving them new names because they were rebaptized. So all their sins were washed away. Oh my god. And then they the and then what they were then doing is then the church was saying that these. Uh, ref, that they were refugees of World War Two, and then they were getting people who were like higher members of the of like the SS and like of the four, of the Fourth, I mean the Third Reich, and they were literally going to the Red Cross saying that they were refugees and getting real papers. Can you imagine that confession day? Just like tell me of your sins, son, right before they go. They murdered fifty I, Jews. I, I, I took all day. Just 15, took all day. Fifty <laughs> Jews. That was just today, Father. <laughs> no, but yeah, but they were going through the whole thing and like, it, it, and like, there's records of it and everything yeah. else. And you know were, how I know about the Nazis escaping? I know we're, we're tangenting off a little yeah. bit, but you know how I, I like got into the whole like Nazis escaping the Argentina thing? Mm -hmm. There's a food on, or there's a uh, Netflix show uh, where they talk about like different street foods. And yeah. they visited Argentina, and it's like, oh, Argentina has a lot oh, of German yeah. influence. This is this yeah. is some good stew. That's where the Nazis you know, escaped right there. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. It's like they have German influence because of it. Yeah. I'm like, so I did some research. Like, yeah, yeah it's because a lot of them like fled to Argentina. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. I thought it was funny because they actually do have uh, like a place called Colonia Dignidad, where like it was it was basically just a fortress for escaped Nazis. And like now they've changed it into like Villa Bravo, mm -hmm. and they've turned it into a tourist attraction where it's like supposed to be like this like cool like touristy thing, but it's like all German and everything else. Okay. But like people were walking around, and you could still see where they like cut down where the like the big eagles were mm -hmm. from, the <laughs> like where they sanded down all yeah. the swastikas, and they're like this. This used to be a Nazi camp, yeah. <laughs> and you guys are trying to like oh get God, tourists dude. to come. Like it's a regular hotel, yeah. and it's not okay. History, man. I think uh, it's I wild. Saw, I saw a funny interview. I think it was on Conan, and it was Flula from um, Pitch Perfect, the mm -hmm. the German dude that was the Das Machine. Yes, and he was asked, "So, how do you feel about German? You know, Germany always, you know, portrayed as villains." He goes. Yeah, that that makes sense. He's like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we we were we were the worst people for in like decades, you know. Uh, they stuff. kind of were a part of the sense. wrong side of yeah. two world wars. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, it yeah. makes sense, you know. He goes, but it's just you know, like obviously you know that's not how it is now. But it's just yeah, if Hollywood wants to do that, that's fine. He's all. I thought it was yeah. uh, I thought it was funny because I was watching it with Monica on uh, mm -hmm. Saturday. Uh, after we got back from dinner and then she we were watching it and they were in Argentina and they're going through these oh, the like, buildings yeah we were watching the documentary and as we were going through she read the top of the of the building which she felt they probably should have mentioned like what the actual building was called yeah and it was just school for Germans <laughs> And she was like, I feel like they should just mention what the title says. Right. Because it says school for Germans. All right, let's, get, let's get back to the topic. Let's get back to the topic. Right? But it was really good. And uh, you can go watch that on uh, Max. Cool. Whole thing. Max. Oh, so triple X. Here, Max, Max with three X's dot com. Yeah. So here's my thing. I find it very funny how, and I mean, I get it because there's nothing they could do about it. They want to try to keep everything on schedule. So they announce the nominations now, but they announce it say, like, you know, yeah, I was going to say like, they like to keep everything on schedule. Yeah. The Nazis did. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time. Yeah. They try. You know, yeah. like, no, no. So. High turnover we, rate. We got to get these into the chamber. We got to get these into the. There's a high turnover rate. All right, I mean, guys. What o'clock? Camp A goes into the chambers. <laughs> 
This is the rundown. Can you imagine the rundown of that morning? Uh, Eddie Izzard has a lot, has a really good joke oh, really? about that one where he's like, oh, where he goes, fifty million people died, and he goes, that's a lot of death. Yeah. He, goes, he must have had a busy day. Death, 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 death. T. So. Nominations, <laughs> nominations were announced. Yeah. They're supposed to be scheduled on time, right? But then, literally, I think it was the day after the right or the the actors go on strike. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, here's my thing. Let's talk about the actor strike now. Yeah. Right. So, it was expected. Negotiations and contracts were happening. They, they were, were falling the con- through. The, the negotiations were happening. They didn't go through with them. The contracts fell through. Yeah. And now the actors are on strike and have joined the Writers Guild of America for that strike. Yeah. The more research I did on this topic, the angrier I got. Mm-hmm. And not me fighting with Nick angry, reasonably angry. Yeah. Like, this is some, no, no, no. This is some stupid stuff that you are trying to put out there. Yeah. So, one of the biggest things that really pissed me off. Really grind your gears? It, oh, no, no, really no. This, grind is, this, my this gears. isn't grinding gears. No. This is like freaking. Really slap my wang. <laughs> <laughs> so, you imagine walking home, coming home, and just t- going up to you like your significant other, be like, "How was your day?" You know what really slapped my wang, honey? <laughs> Bob from a county. You know, he came up to me and just straight up slapped it. You, you know? know, spanked my biscuits. Yeah, spanked my biscuits. You know what really buttered my biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you really clap my ass cheeks. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So you had a good day. Really so you had a good day. <laughs> so weird. So Yeah. Right. <laughs> really slapped my wang apparently. <laughs> um It's gonna be a thing. There was an interview where uh there was, a, there was an article. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Los Angeles Times. Shirt and copyright. I do. I know, right? Slap my way. <laughs> um, I think it was the Los Angeles Times. Lewis, I, I make the, that into a button. <laughs> oh, my God. Where was it? I have the, I have the website here. <laughs> oh, Deadline. Deadline. Deadline yeah, yes. reported this. This yeah. is where I got my information. Um, they took quotes from high executives who run the studios. Which is, it's that's so, really quick. That's funny that they decided to take... Um, quotes from executives and not disclose who said what because some of these were really kind of like here's the stupid oh there's there's out there and then there's just dumb there's trash there's this quote dude is like you really have to like really try not to have any sort of feelings yeah towards people mm-hmm. like you really have to go full like all do, do i dare about... say really go full nazi on this because it's kind of insensitive no well it's it is okay you're it's not wrong extremely when insensitive it's extremely insensitive and basically you have no humanity in your soul whatsoever. no yeah. so the higher executive that they took a quote from basically said that the end game for the execs is to break the wga by having these strikes run or the strikes the people going on strikes mm-hmm. run out of money direct quote the end game is to allow things to drag on until the Union members start to loot, start losing their apartment and losing their homes. Uh, the statement was acknowledged, but reiterated that this is a cruel but necessary evil. Now, I know it's your phone. Sorry, that's just, okay. that way they would just take any deal. Business is cruel. Yes, any business is cruel. Mm-hmm. Business can make you cruel. Business can it? make you an insensitive bitch. Yes. But I know I'm okay. keeping track. It's okay. at the 55 minute mark, and I'm going to get a little bit wordy here. Okay, okay. I, might, sure. I might say some some stupid things, but this. 
you've got to be on a whole other level of fuckery here. Yeah. To basically say some stupid ass quote like this. Wait, yeah. are we okay to do this? All right. No, let's... you're not. <laughs> oh, let's... Wow. No, okay. no, 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 no. You opened up the jar. <laughs> These you guys opened up the jar. The box has been unleashed. <laughs> the bo- Pandora's box. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they like to fuck them in the ass. You Fuck happy now? <sighs> I mean, we're well an hour into it. We're yeah, not gonna it's get fine. It's at the 50 yeah. minute, 55 yeah. minute mark. Yeah. Just remind me that because yeah. I don't have a pen with me. But you've got to be on a whole other level of stupid to think that this is a good quote to say publicly. Yeah. Now, my f***ing issue with this quote is that they hid the name of the studio exec yeah. that said it, right? Mm-hmm. At least Bob Iger had the stupid balls to basically come out this week it was and say, thing. "Oh, I know." It, it was it, you are so on a, you are just so fucking stupid you know to basically funny? say, "No, Jenga, let me fucking finish this fucking thought because yeah. it's so fucking stupid how yeah. Bob Iger said this stupid mm-hmm. ass thing." Where, "Oh, whatever the writers are demanding, it's impossible to pay him that much." Well, here's my fucking thought, Bob Iger. Well, if you stop releasing three fucking projects mm-hmm. every week maybe you'd have fucking money to put something that's worthwhile watching out there yeah i get it there's a lot of projects that you want to do mm-hmm. there's a lot of stupid things that you might want to do we want to make things happen and we want to see some of these projects yeah that's fine is, though is that but if your idea is to basically release back to back to back projects on marvel stuff and star wars stuff mm-hmm. to keep subscriptions going you're not going to get good quality content no so you got to be on a whole other level of stupid. Yeah. And here, and the funny but, thing about it is that Disney people love to defend Bob Iger because the Bob Iger era for Disney apparently was really good. It was. Everybody made a lot of money. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then why do you have to say that stupid quote? Well, it's funny in, in his quote when he said that, and I'm kept reading it. He kept going on, which is even more ridiculous because he, he I think he realized what he said. Trying was, to fix it. Yeah. He kept backtracking. He goes, but I totally understand what they're going through. You know, I totally understand why they're doing what they're doing, but they also need to know that, you know, this is this, not reasonable. It's not reasonable, but I am in solidarity for what their cause is. And I'm like, dude, you're backtracking. You're backpedaling. He's trying to, he's trying to sit in the middle. Yeah. Which in during a strike, you can't sit in the middle. No, you have to say what your thoughts are. It's either the left or right. Did you, did you see how much it was going to cost for everybody to like, cause each studio was going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. In order to facilitate what the writers want, the writers. No, how much was it? I look it up because it was online. I think it was for Disney Plus. It was somewhere near 145 million dollars. Million is what? So which is like a year? How much they wanted? Yeah, that's how much. That's how. That's how much they would have to. But do you know why it could be that expensive? It doesn't help that they release big projects every other month. When one thing finishes, another thing releases. And it's because they want to keep these subscriptions tied to it. So if it's not Star Wars, it's Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then once the Marvel stuff is over, then they release Star Wars. We'll talk about this. Because I think I said it to you, didn't I? I think I said it to you on TikTok. Secret Wars is going on right now. What's coming out next month? Soka. Soka comes out next month. You can tell there's more effort in Ahsoka. Because oh, so, much, so more. much more effort into that. But then there's almost none so far in Secret but, Wars. But that's also that's Secret un- Invasion, not Secret that's Wars. That's unfair invasion. though, because I feel that Secret Invasion is a product, whereas Ahsoka was a passion project. Yeah. Because they gave it to Filoni and they and they were like, do whatever you want. And then Fil- and Filoni loves the characters he's made. 
He loves the he loves he loves the Ghost Crew. He loves Ahsoka Tano, and he would never make a product. He would never make a story or a product that would be subpar with her in it. The more stuff comes out from the execs, as the writers and actors keep striking, the more ridiculous these excuses mm-hmm. come to be. Okay, so it was 112 million. 112 per, million. 100 and, it would be an extra 112 million per year for Disney. For Disney, mm. meaning that they would probably be dumping all that extra money on us but the thing and is, saying that we yes. have to pay more. Yeah. Which so in order to keep the prices low for the subscriptions while also keeping out the content that, that they have and spending as much as they do, it's this like weird balance. Well, look, I plain and simple, execs don't have two brain cells to figure out how to make a business. They, all, they know how to invest to make money because the, the consumers are going to keep buying it. You know, if, the, if a Star Wars product comes out, you're going to have people that are going to like put yeah. a much, much, as much money possible in there to watch it, to, in, to invest their time in it, to support it. But I, but I do – that's the problem though is that when you're marketing two different things, and I get it, the reason why they have Hulu and just for – just talking about disney i get why they have hulu and i get why they have disney because disney is just for those disney people i'm not going to go watch any other tv show or watch regular tv or do anything like that this is just a hub for my disney for all the things i love disney yeah and this is where i go to watch these things hulu on the other hand is where i go to go watch my normal tv this is where i go to go keep up with you know the the stuff that's that i'm catching up with Mm -hmm. or anything else and then also maybe some documentaries or whatever it is is that you you want that's fine but but also i can have my more mature content on hulu whereas on disney i can kind of still keep it for families Mm -hmm. It's like they don't understand the gimmicks of their own streaming services because the one thing I was kind of thinking about is this. And I love a commercial that Max did, which is one of the commercials that they released was like, why do you have all these subscription services when Max has the biggest catalog and the most interesting shows that you'll watch? It does. And it does because Max is releasing quality content that you most likely will watch. It's definitely winning the streaming wars right now. Whereas (laughs) Netflix is releasing a bunch of stuff. And granted, I get it. There's hardworking writers and, you know, producers that are putting passion projects out on Netflix because Netflix is willing to dump that money there. But that's a problem in itself. Yeah. Because Netflix has how many originals over the last year? Like five or six. No, like tens of. I would you're even talking say about it, TV shows. Or you're talking about every anything originals. Oh, originals. Yeah. I mean, most they most post. of Netflix. Most of Netflix has been originals. Yeah, but how many of those do you know of, or well, even they, want they, to watch? They put out so many different original content of shows of not only from like American, but also from like different countries as Korea, well. Korea. So Japan. that's what they're doing now. Yeah, is yes. in order to because these strikes are going to go on. There's no mm-hmm. content coming into these yeah. services, right? So apparently one of their ways to kind of keep the interest going mm-hmm. is one reality TV because it's non-scripted. T- you don't need too, writers. They're like too hot to handle yeah. or the circle or any of those. It, there's no writers in there. So it's just producers and production yeah. kind of going on and it's live TV, right? Yeah. The other thing is that they're using uh, foreign shows and foreign movies yeah. and bringing them over to these streaming they, services. They just announced the new cast of Squid Game season two. Yeah. And it looks like... Uh, Oh, um, <laughs> the execs are trying to shut you up. Basically. And uh, so <laughs> you're not going to stop me from talking. Uh, basically, the people that are returning is the main guy, mm-hmm. uh, the detective. He's coming back. OK, so that just they just kind of spoiled that 
because in the end of season one, I don't know if you guys remember, he, he got shot. Off. Yeah, jumps off the cliff. And there was nobody. There's nobody. Nobody. Um, and then the front man's coming back. Okay. And then along with newer, I guess, new contestants in Look, the game. There's nothing wrong with production overseas. Yeah. That's fine. Let them because I feel like if you start to encourage or even show American audiences yeah. overseas projects yeah. and overseas productions, you're going to have people who invest that time and want to study it. That's what I did. Yeah. I looked at Squid Games as like one of those productions that's like, this is super interesting, the concept. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but when you compare it to American films and Western ideology, yeah. it's very interesting, right? That's true. It's yeah. great. There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of foreign, not only TV movies on Netflix, which actually is great, because I remember for a, a good portion of time, me and a couple of friends, we were just going foreign. Like we weren't even watching anything that was so like mainly some, yeah, on, on Netflix. They had like foreign stuff. They, really had, good. they had like good foreign horror movies too. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That's where, I, that's where I first saw Train to Busan. Oh yeah. But here's mm-hmm. the problem I have. Mm-hmm. It's that these studios are using foreign productions as a weapon. It like a, as a as a weapon. Mm-hmm. They they can always do your job. If you don't want to do your job, it's okay. There's other people that can do it in other countries yeah. with other productions, and we'll just bring that over here because audiences will consume it. But, and it's dumb because you want to watch these films, you want to watch these TV yeah. productions because they're good. Yeah. But they're kind of being fed to us in a way because they don't want to support the writers here yeah. and the actors but, here. But that's the same thing as like the first season of Squid Games. The creator and the star only made I think like 120000 He didn't get yeah. an actual fraction of the streaming yeah, rights no, yeah, or they didn't never, get anything yeah, else. I was going to say they never got paid from how the show blew up on Netflix. Yeah. They, they didn't get paid for that. They Which didn't sucks. get any residuals and that. but that is what the writers, I mean, the, the writers and the actors That's why the are fighting happens. for. That's, yeah. yes. They're so, fighting for those things. Yeah. And I do feel that if that goes through in the States, those other countries are going to start pushing for it as well because yeah. they didn't make as much money as they should have yeah. on Squid Games. And they're making a second season, Basically. which I'm hoping yeah. that he that they renegotiated unless they had already had a contract that specifically says you're do. doing two seasons. Yeah. The other thing that they've... One of the other reasons as to why actors are on strike is because of AI, which is which was mentioned during the writer's strike as yeah. one of their key points because a lot of studios want to replace writers, writers mm-hmm. using AI. Well, here's the thing about it. I showed Andy ChatGPT mm-hmm. because I did a little test yeah. where I said – because this, this week's skit was the workout video. Did ChatGPT write it? No, but it, because I showed her what we wrote okay. or what I wrote. Right. And then I said, okay, let's do the same prompt and put it in chat GPD. Oh, okay. And I said, make it no longer than two minutes. And it gave us a two minute script and oh. Andy's mind was blown. It's yeah. like, well, you know why it, it, this makes sense. Like yeah. th- this could easily place a writer. And I'm like, no, because here's the stupid thing about these execs. And you know what? If an exec is hearing this and they're going like, oh, well, you know, like whatever. It's, but it's stupid. It also, like, but also chat dumb. GPT doesn't get humor. It doesn't get humor. No. And that's what I was telling Andy yeah. is like, you can write a script. But if an actor doesn't feel the writing because they feel like they could say it better or do better, then you need a writer to kind of connect the dots. Because if an actor says this line doesn't make any sense, yeah. but it was essential to connect this line to another line, mm-hmm. a writer's going to be the one to catch that, well, this not a skit, producer. This skit that we did is a perfect example of how we kept adding th- things on last minute. And it or in the take, yeah. Like the it takes, wasn't. It wasn't yeah. something that was like there. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, after, yeah. yeah. Ryan Reynolds does that all the, all the time with his movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, 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 it make, and it does make it better. It, it does. It, it makes the situation better. It, mm-hmm. It's a funny joke that was thought of in the moment 
because you were there. Yeah. And you and you and you were like, oh, that'd be really funny. The other thing that they want to use AI for is to create images of background actors. background actors and then hold oh, the yeah. rights to use those for eternity in perpetuity which is ridiculous but it's like that and then also they were only going to pay them one day's work which is minimum yeah it's I like it's like 100 bucks yeah it's less than 100 bucks so why would i want my own image to be held by a studio forever and yeah. never see any profit from it yeah that means that i can that you could be watching I don't know, a, a, some kind of a sitcom or anything like that, and then you pass by in the back, and you're I like, "Wait, see, what?" Yeah, yeah. I want to see the I want to see the reasoning. Yeah. Like, if an executive comes out and tries to explain it, because I get it. Like, you don't want to put all your cards on the table, mm-hmm. especially during negotiations. And I completely understand well, that from executives the, who are holding out on information. So that's the interesting thing about movie making in 2023. Now we're finding out about all these studios that are more than willing to cut corners. Yeah, you know, we're finding out there when it comes to CGI now, they're just willing to kind of just be like, okay, I have this many scenes. Who wants to take it for this yeah. amount of money? Or who? Cause, well, because people put in bids. Yeah, and then they're just taking the lowest bid, mm-hmm. and then that, then the lowest bid is going. Okay, cool. The companies are, yeah. not the people working behind it. It's the yes, companies. The com- companies. The, those companies yeah. are putting in bids for the CGI. Yeah. Then they go, and then they go, and then because you had the lowest bid of let's say like five million dollars, mm-hmm. uh, compared to everybody else who said that it was going to take like ten billion mm-hmm. to do it correctly, then they give it to these studios who maybe have. 10 people working yeah. for and like 50 and they put scenes. them through like hours and hours of just well, cuz that and that was a thing too. I think they even said it in there was a couple of people that were working in the CGI for Quantumania mm-hmm. where they said the scene where Scott grows big is completely CGI. Mm-hmm. There is no live action version of uh, Paul Rudd running and destroying stuff, so they actually had to make him completely from scratch. So there's uh, there's more context to that because apparently there's a couple scenes in Secret Invasion mm-hmm. where uh, it's Samuel L. Jackson in front of a green screen when they could have used the room. Yes. And I guess it's because they want to CG certain scenes in case it doesn't fit in overseas market, a.k.a. it doesn't fit in China. Mm-hmm. So even the gun has like specific areas that are missing in case it needs to be replaced with something else if the overseas market doesn't agree with what's being shown on there. So the use and reliability on CG is ruining a lot of these productions in that yeah. sense. And I get it. Your market and most of the money is made in China. Let's, let's be real. It's not made in overseas, quote unquote. It's China. It's China. Just stay the in line yeah. it's china mm-hmm. so what and we're saying is it's spielberg's fault it's spielberg and george lucas's fault <laughs> how dare they star wars ruined it. star wars ruined star wars ruined and indiana Disney's. jones yep. and uh, jurassic park yeah so <laughs> spielberg and george lucas they started this they and started back this to the future in all in in all seriousness right i want the execs to come out and just be honest can i see the time because i did cuss in that one point i know it's the 55 and there's something else it's like 110 perfect okay 109 uh remember that for me please okay um i want the execs to just give me a reason as to why they think this is good because it just feels like such a stupid proposal it's money that's it i I, I get it's money I get it's money. I, it, everything is money. I get that. Because but like, what uh, is your process? Like, I want, I want the neurons to make a connection. The exact, the like, exact where, is, where did this neuron connect with this one to make it make sense that it's okay for me to get paid a hundred bucks to use my likeness forever? Forever. 
in an exec's mind, the only thing that matters is whether or not my shareholders are happy. That's cool. That's, yeah. That's cool. But that's, but that's the number but one I, thing. Again, I, I want it to make sense. It's I don't. I, but that's the thing, though. I don't care about what you have to say then about come it. Out and admit because that you're my because my executives are happy with the fact that we're cutting corners, still getting the same amount of money for it, and it's costing us less money. Look, as a consumer, I want the connections. I want to know why. It makes sense to them, and I They're get it. It's, I, I know they won't ever see yeah. it, but I want it, and that I get it. I'll never get it. It's fine. It's just dumb. I'm I'm just wondering where exactly because as of right now, and it's going to be really interesting too, because there's a huge gap inside of a lot of these productions, which means in 2024, 2025, there's going to be a couple of months where just nothing comes out yeah yeah because all productions have stopped and if it continues this is not going to just affect the the it, this isn't just going to affect actors and in mo- movie productions and everything like that it's going to affect everything else like it's going to start affecting theaters it's going to start affecting yeah. all theaters these other places theaters could start closing down amc's yeah. could start getting hurt. a list all of a sudden a- doubles in price a list goes up because there's not that many yeah. movies that are coming out and people aren't going subscription during that point but no see, because that's... but you inside of the inside of the thing mm-hmm. it also says that you're grandfathered if they change the price oh yeah you're stuck like you, they can't just change it on you unless you miss a payment. If you miss a payment, then they can, then they can do that. Or if you cancel, then they can raise the price on you. We got to end this topic because we got to talk about Mission Impossible. So I'm going to say it this is my last my last <laughs> piece. I don't know if you guys agree with me here, but I I find it interesting that there's some people that think that canceling their streaming services is what's going to stop the strike and show support. No, it's more than that. that. And I'm going to say this. You canceling your subscription, fine if you want to do it in solidarity. It's your money, your time, whatever. I get that. I think it it would have to be you have to cut out the, like, company in general. So if it – obviously when it comes to Disney. (laughs) No way. Yeah. That's the thing is that you would have to stop Disney Plus and not go to Disney. Cancel your Disney passes. Yeah, cancel your Disney everything. Passes. Well, not only that, but also burn it don't, all. Yeah. Don't don't buy anything ABC related. Don't Nothing. buy anything Marvel. Don't yeah. buy anything Star Wars. A, don't. It, Disney owns so many things mm-hmm. that to cover its butt. So, where it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, even if you know you're not going to the movies, I have seven movies that are in the pipeline right now. Mm-hmm. What. What difference is it? You're still gonna go yeah. watch a new popcorn bucket's gonna come out. Yeah, you know, in the so next month. There, here's my thing. It's interesting how that's the thought process to cancel the streaming services, right? Mm-hmm. But a friend of the show, Cece, uh, yeah. we had her. We interviewed her two years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the yes issues uh, for November. Um, she was posting. She always posts. If you go follow her on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, she does cosplays and stuff. If you guys have not heard of her, um, but she posted on her story that she'll be attending San Diego Comic Con, right? Yeah. And San Diego Comic Con so we'll, released uh, Brittany. Brittany too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And she Brittany. About the, I think I know what you're going with. This that uh, cosplaying. Cosplay is encouraged for comic books, mm-hmm. not for TV, yes. not for movies. Yeah, you're not promoting these movies and stuff. You're embracing the characters and stuff. It's it's still it's it's an art. Yeah. It's not. It's not a, you know, sort of marketing yeah. or merchandising sort of thing. The idea behind me bringing these, you know, CC and Brittany up is that they are individuals who are still doing the cosplays and encouraging cosplay to keep like to be, yeah. you know, to be mm-hmm. prominent in yeah. the comic cons. But 
to do your research. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part about these strikes as a consumer. If you can do your research and understand why the strikes are happening, you could be a better consumer. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing. I it's not just day, you have to you have to learn what's going on why why and why is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, but the thing is that it's not it's not like it was back in the day though. Because studios aren't just a studio anymore. Mm -hmm. Now there's seven different things where if the studio stops making money, mm -hmm. the other things pick up the slack. That I get that. I, I get that. So it's, but, it's, but, it's, but what I'm saying is it's harder for them to feel the pain. No, and that's fine. Yeah, so if sure. you can't make them feel the pain with the money, yes. make them feel the pain with the knowledge. Understand why. Because but the problem is they don't care. Yeah, that's the thing because they're rich. I mean, they don't care because consumers aren't putting in that effort mm. to know. Yeah. But I get, like, but it's one of those Why are these box office? Why are these big blockbusters making money? Why are the Marvel movies still making do money? Do you recycle? Do I recycle? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to recycle? Yeah. Do you recycle correctly? Yes, I believe so. Okay. How many people actually recycle correctly instead of just throwing their bottles Probably instead of throwing everything inside? Not that of many it? people. But that'd be because they don't know what they're doing, right? So then that's what but I'm saying. Also, is that they don't care to know. That's what I'm saying that it should be people like us who have that responsibility. Because here's the thing when we don't like a movie, we're honest about it. True. We mm -hmm. say, like, you know what? Ant Man, Quantum Mania. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed the movie, but we're not recommending it to people who have never really seen a Marvel property. It's a watch once and it's done. Yeah. Kind of thing, it's right? About all the Ant Man movies. Yeah. And that's the first one was okay. First one I think it was more enjoyable than anything else. But True. regardless of it, we gotta educate people on these movies. And if the movie doesn't work, then yeah, maybe the actors are great. Maybe there was a lot of work being done in the writing, all this other stuff, but don't promote it as much then. Yeah. So that the companies can see like, oh, this isn't making that much money, then we won't do another one. Yeah. This is why for me, dial of destiny uh -huh. watch once in theaters. It was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go put more money into it. And I'm not going to tell people if they've never seen an Indiana yeah. Jones movie to go watch it. I had so to that see it a second time. Cause I had a friend that wanted to see it and I saw it already, but he's like, can you come and see it with me? I'm like, yeah, no problem. You know? Yeah. And I watched it and it's the second watch was a little bit harder. Yeah. Cause like I knew what was happening. I'm like, okay. I went to the bathroom like twice. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But you're not actively encouraging people to go watch it and promoting yeah. it or anything. And that's yeah. the thing that I yeah. think that studios are kind of relying on is that mm -hmm. promotion of like, let's hope that we can make our money back for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Indiana Jones, even though it broke even, I think, I don't think, I hope, I hope, I hope the studio is smart enough to just leave the property so, alone. So my question is, is that, because you're saying all these things. Uh-huh. So from, for the people that are at home and they're listening, how would you then stand with the writers and the actors because so far we've said a lot of things of yeah that doesn't matter they're not going to care they're not going to mm -hmm. do anything else so is it pointless to do anything do i stop watching certain things because i don't you, think it's you, more about because you already you already said it, it doesn't make any sense to to cancel your subscriptions because I mean, that's it, what that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is if you want to cancel your services that's fine but yeah. it's not going to make a dent in anything okay so what does like how how exactly can people help can't you donate to the writers? You can guild? you can donate yeah. with that. There's resources yeah. out there, you but that but the all of that guild it, of America, all of that to. is just research at mm -hmm. that point. I mean, we can provide links in the description of resources that they can I, use I, to donate. The only all that reason I'm stuff. saying that is because you know, it, I, if I was listening right now, I'd be like, okay, well, it kind of just sounds like it's pointless because you guys keep on saying it's pointless. There's no, we haven't come to a... I'm not saying it's pointless. I'm saying that canceling the subscriptions is pointless in itself because you're not. If you do it. 
that's not, that's your that's your it's your a, action. It, it's it's a drop in the well. It's exactly that's all I'm saying. So, it's, uh, but in order for you to be proactive in this, at this point, mm-hmm. it's just educating yourself. It's okay. going to the resources that you know uh, that the 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 actors guild and the writers guild that they're putting out there for people to educate themselves. That's all I'm basically saying. What actions can you do? I mean, if you want an action action, join the picket lines. If you're an actor or support or a writer or something, that's something you can do. But what else can you do? I don't know. I that think, I don't. The only thing I could say, yeah. educate. That's I, all it is. I feel, I feel with the actors joining the strike now, it's going to be significant now because mm-hmm. you have actors that are more than willing to help the writers. and They've actively and done yeah, that. And now it's like it. full on, and, full and force. I, and I do, I, I do feel, go to, go to the SAG website because they do actually have links to uh, some foundations that they have because what – the main point is that they're trying to wait out the actors and also the writers. They're yeah. trying to wait them out. They're trying to drain them of money. Yeah. And then eventually they'll have to take a deal. A lot of them, there are actual uh, foundations that are meant for actors when hardship comes, like strikes, like pandemics, mm-hmm. like anything else. Yeah. And that helps fund them and help them pay their bills, yeah. help them do everything else and help them, it help them get by. Yeah, it helps them pay their pay their bills and and you know do what they have to do. There's a couple of websites that you can go do that at. Uh, if you go to the SAG website, they're all there. I'll include some of them. In the, I'll include the main ones in the description. Yeah, so, and that, yeah. That, honestly, I feel like getting them through the hardship of waiting it out is going to be the stronger yeah. is going to be the strongest thing you possibly could do to actually help. Yeah, because we're because you're right. It's a drop in the well. It's not really going to show anything because there's ninety nine. There's ninety million people that are think, that are doing it. Five people unsubscribing to Disney Plus. That's a Monday. I think what Brian's trying to say is that when, if you want to stick it to the executives, canceling your your subscription of you know any sort of thing doesn't matter to them. I I think that's what you mean, right? It doesn't. Yeah, because I mean, it's not because to them they'll be like, oh, fine, you know, you know, it's pennies to them. Yeah. I think that's what oh, you're we lost across. subscribers, but yeah. it's okay. We've got content coming up. We'll get that's them back the in a bit. They're going to come yeah. back anyways. And they're being they're being smug about it. Yeah, they, exactly. They technically, are. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we've we we've never not been on the side of the writers and the actors. Mm-hmm. I think it's just at this point for us, it's just ridiculous. Like m- the more these execs talk, that's the stupider the it gets. It's, yeah. It's really it's really bad of how they're reacting. It's just, it's just the disconnection. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very disconnected to what exactly it takes to make these things because they just happen. Yeah, and yeah. you know they they happen, they make the money, and then they move on. Yeah, and they feel that it's you know their privilege is showing. Yeah, their their privilege is starting to yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, what was it? Um, somebody talked about. Oh yeah, it's impossible for us to do to pay another hundred and four hundred twenty million dollars for all these people and everything like that because it's just impossible and then somebody goes i'd be you know bob you could have not flown in a private jet yeah to a private island with all on the other executives retreat. basically and for, to know, a billionaire's retreat yeah. and then flown back on a private jet while giving yourself you know 120 million dollars to yourself a year yeah giving for it doing a, nothing yeah you know, like, well i mean not doing nothing but i mean he's giving not him putting the, the work in the projects yeah because I mean, because uh, let, let's be let's be a hundred percent. There are you know uh, CEOs executives, executives do do things. They have to work for the business to get the business running, and they do all that let, stuff. That's let, fine. Let's not let's not cut them at the. I I I get it. 
they're in a bad place right now and they're they have a bad look that's on them right now but we're not going to say that execs don't do anything no 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 that's yeah the context is we're not on the side of oh the execs don't do anything they're worthless and they just lay around around in bed doing nothing they put in the work to make the business run and that's their job i think what comes down to it is that when they go out and say we can't afford 140 million dollars to give to these writers and actors for what they're asking for and then they have these bless you they have these bonuses and they have these retreats and they go on multiple yeah. vacations every year it's like the money is there there's just it, not any effort to put if in you, the investment yeah, if you try there you'll more find than it they can afford to take a cut yeah for at least a few months it's their choice not to yes and it's like you want good quality stuff but you're not willing to put yeah. in the effort like you still have a hundred million dollars in your account man. yeah like you're you, you're fine you're, you're fine for a few months we're not asking yeah. for communism we're yeah. just asking you to like understand yeah that it's not that big of a cut if you think about it yeah. and if you make the cut and actually invest and yeah. put in effort into giving people a chance to put in yeah, good work i promise you you're not gonna have that moment of like oh we should really tighten up the budget here you know like you know maybe i shouldn't get fresh and easy food this yeah. week. <laughs> 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 all these yeah all or these. maybe or maybe not go to yard house on saturday <laughs> you, know, like, you know what speaking of which that's actually the reason why the catholic church went behind supported the nazis because <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. they liked communism they didn't like so communism and on that's a full circle that, right good job good job can circle. we then you know what we'll I, was, I didn't think you were going to bring up communism yeah. and I was like oh my god he did he did uh, oh my god alright so, well, so like six minutes for uh... <laughs> no 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 well, this is going to be a longer episode I mean the writer's strike was the writer's and actor strike was a big topic yeah. but let's give Mission Impossible it's time because it was something that let's we wanted to okay. talk about let's give Tom Cruise his time worth yeah so let's I, I, move on this, th- that movie was on cruise control that was get out. stupid. Get the, that was the, the stupidest <laughs> thing you could have said. Can you message me 55, 110, and 124, please? I need to make sure that I get that. You were dumb. You're on timeout for like two minutes until you think of a better pun. Cruise control was stupid. Even Renee was mad at stupidest you. Stupidest speed movie of all time. <laughs> Mission Impossible, Even Dead Reckoning. Is like, no. What's it called? Cruise control, I'm out. <laughs> Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. Premiered in theaters last week. I think it's made 200 something million already. Really? I think so. Can you double check? Yeah, the, I'm going to. I don't I, know if it's 200 million or that. 160 million. <laughs> But it, it's 160 it's billion. Oh my god! Billion, dude. Oh, I thought you said 160 and billion. Science, I was like, well, Scientology was pushing that movie. So, man. Like, <laughs> I, it's all look, the you don't put a Mission Impossible movie in front of me and not expect to be excited. I love Mission Impossible one, three, four, five, six. My brother's rewatching. I like how you didn't say two. <laughs> my my brother's a mess. <laughs> my, my, my brother is John watching. Woo, it's why. a John Woo movie. It's, it's good. Like, look, 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 look. We can appreciate Mission Impossible two for. Existing. What are you talking about? That's where you get all the face stuff. That's where we get the knife bum, scene. Bum, bum, but that's bum, also where you get all the face, like I know the face that. off. Yeah, the but, face. You get, but you get no, Ethan but, Hunt as this like goober dude. That's true. <laughs> but look, you, look, Nick's right. <laughs> Nick's Nick's right. You get a face off, face off, face off. Yeah. You get. I I just think it's really funny of John Woo going like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, a tactic from one of my best movies, face off. I'll put in a Mission Impossible. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mission Impossible oh, Dead Reckoning. Oh, 235 million. Wow. I was, That's global. I wow. was right. It's a Tom Cruise movie, though. Yeah. That's true. So, you know what? Because people love Maverick. 
Maverick, honestly, Maverick really put the wings that on this movie. Tom's like status of like, oh, he's gonna put out a good movie. He's gonna put a bangers. Yeah, and he put out another banger here. I don't. Here's I, the best. This, I don't. I don't think this movie is better than Maverick. I don't think so either. But what? I will say this. I, no, I, no. I, I, think, I say so. What? I think Top Gun Maverick's better than this movie. No, no, no. no Look, I, okay. I, I like this one okay. more than Maverick. Really? Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna side the ring for one second. Okay. Maverick makes me want to jump on an airplane and fly it. This See, movie? I know I can't do that, even if I But I would Maverick. want to try. That's not going to happen. If this Tom Cruise... is not a flying no, 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 no. body. You like... mean to tell me that if Tom Cruise comes up to you and says, like, hey, jump on this F-15, no. you won't do it? I won't do oh, it. Oh, I would do it. I'd be like, I do it in a heartbeat. I would, heartbeat. Be, I would not even question the cruise, You know man. why? Because I'd Tom be Cruise like, is going to go, that's fine. And I'm going to go, I'm like, <laughs> my kidneys out and stuff. <laughs> my stomach's inside That's out totally fine. I would, look, I would hold it in for Tom. Yeah. I and my I feel vomit. like, and I feel like I would like complain to Tommy, be like, you know what? It's happened to me too. You just gotta live with it, man. <laughs> so, I'm just like, and as you can see, I didn't get a single drop of vomit on me. <laughs> right? Scientology. Dead reckoning just makes me want <laughs> wants to run through the streets of Italy. That's which in- one? De- dead, oh, dead, dead reckoning. reckoning? Yeah, oh, makes me want to run through the streets of Italy, dude. Did he? He didn't even run through Italy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was. That was that was Italy. Which one? No, wait. He was running through the airport. No, remember was- when he had to make the choice? Remember when he was running and then the and the entity started talking to him? Oh, that night. Sickest. Oh. That was the sickest thing. Also, it, I thought. Wait, I thought that was Venice. That's in Italy. <laughs> Which is in Italy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> 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 Woo! Hey, you're on a roll today, man. Good job, dude. Wow, I am hey, tired. Geography I am tired. expert over Which here who it? made fun of both of us for being wrong. Man, I thought. Dumbass comes I, out over here going, like, "It's Venice." <laughs> man, I am tired. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, wait, Monica's that was Venice. going to listen to this. She's like, what the heck's wrong with you that day? <laughs> I am tired. Wow. Babe, what's going on with you? What do you mean Venice is not in Italy? I'm drunk. <laughs> um, no. So I think the best way to describe it, by the way, spoiler alert. I mean, we're towards the end of the show. So if you guys want to catch less like 15, 20 minutes of it, watch the movie, then come back, listen Plus, to the show. Congrats for sticking around for an hour and a half. Yeah, thanks for that. Listening to or, you, or you skipped around. Because <laughs> well, Brian plays There's, chapters now. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I Good do. for you. <laughs> you now hit the mission I'm possible. like, so what I love is when you do that, Brian's face just changes to like an F you face. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's all happy. He was, he was literally going like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like what is it, doesn't Kanye of us do that? It's just yeah. like, huh? <laughs> so I wasn't talking to Brian on that one, Can I get it. to the freaking point? We're talking no. about Mission Impossible Okay, okay? It's impossible Mission to talk Impossible. About. I know it is That that was like Maybe a C tier pun Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Is the best live action book I've ever seen Live action what? Book What? Why do you have to say things That you think is clever? It's not clever And it's not Because it's not But <laughs> okay. it makes sense to me You're drunk they, Batman is a good okay, movie Venice? But you can't classify Batman as a comic, comic book, book movie. movie What? That's what you said That's about you the, said. the Batman what You said You said the Batman movie And you're like You're like oh That's a, a good, good movie, movie But you but can't, it can't classify it as a comic book, book movie You can't call it a comic book movie It's not a comic book movie Because you're an idiot That's why Anime, which one? Anime, Spider-Man, No Way Home is a good Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie, movie, but it's not, not a, a good, good Marvel movie. movie. <laughs> it's not the best Marvel movie. I, I talk to you and lose brain cells. <laughs> why are you talking? You said Venice was not in Italy. That's the reason why I think it's not in Italy, because I listened to you for an hour and 29 minutes. I, all the smarts died. 
All the smarts? Yeah, that's how dumb I am now. Smarts. We peaked for like a good 30 seconds. There we go. Okay. It's not anime what I watch. So, so what do you mean? <laughs> it's not. It's a, it's a good book movie, it's and not, I don't want to hear this. It's, it's a hev- dialogue heavy movie. It's not an anime when I watch. Can you it. shut up? It's just a Japanese cartoon. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese anime. Cartoon. The best live action anime is Speed Racer. All right, that's, that's it. I mean, that's wrong. not. You're, you're not wrong. John said it was Alita makes, Battle Angel, but I'm like, no. That makes. I mean, no. The, well, okay. Alita the words you put together there actually made sense on that one. Yes. Try. I'm going to kill you. Keep going. Explain the book. It's dialogue heavy. That's what I'm saying. It's dialogue heavy. Is it Choose Your Own Adventure? You make my head itch now, dude. I'm getting to that point where my head's itchy now. Is it a Choose Your Own Adventure? It's a dialogue heavy movie. It's a pop-up But the dialogue is really, really good. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Because there were a lot of moments in Dead Reckoning where the characters are talking, trying to explain the situation rather than acting it out. But there they were explain a, it really well. Actually, they do the, the scene that is the best dialogue throughout the movie is when Luther and Benji and Ethan are in the airport and they're they're, is, they're they're talking about um, what the AI is mm-hmm. and they're explaining it. And usually, yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, like Mission, because I remember in Mission Impossible Three, I never and I still don't understand what the rabbit's foot is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know what it is. Like. Benji was like, oh, yeah, like my professor used to tell me about a thing called the God, and it was just a theory, and they never mentioned it again. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, where's the rabbit's foot? And he's like, it's in this canister. You can't open it. (laughs) But it's not the rabbit's foot. I thought it was a nerve agent. It's okay. It's a nerve agent. Yeah, it's a nerve agent. It's a nerve agent. But they never treated it as. But the point is that Renee didn't get it. Because they didn't explain it. That's what the rabbit's foot was. (laughs) It was a nerve agent. They were throwing so much at you. Ethan's in Shanghai. He's going to get the rabbit's foot or whatever. Yeah, it's a J.J. Abrams movie. Here's the thing about that. (laughs) It's a J.J. Abrams movie. Yeah. You know what? You're not wrong. Abrams is like overcomplicates everything. He overcomplicates the box. The brilliance about Dead Reckoning is that the entity grows more powerful yeah. as the movie progresses yes. and it becomes more, more dangerous it as learning it's, its enemy and that's the yeah. brilliance behind this movie because you start with you know mm-hmm. the airport's not gonna blow up in the first 30 minutes no it can't it yeah. can't yeah. oh Benji's gonna decipher the thing and yeah. he's gonna save the people in the airport yeah. that's but, a given but it's still stressful dude you, were you stressed I was I was like oh my god in all fairness Simon I Pegg thought, was selling that yeah, I, oh Simon oh, Pegg I, I love I love the thing of it's coming down to 10 seconds and then he goes why does it always happen like this yeah like why do why do we You're always very do self-aware this aware in a lot of different yeah. things yeah for me my favorite intense moment was mm-hmm. when he's running through the streets of Venice Italy <laughs> and he's tell, he's talking to, honest, to Benji to, to, to be honest I had to pee during that so I'm like waiting for that scene to end were you really? Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for the. I, you could see. You, I, I could see. But his I think foot we tapping. all collectively. I, I could see his. <laughs> I kept hitting Nick. I was like, and yeah. Nick was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Because like, <laughs> his foot was tapping. Oh, 134. Can you mention? Yeah, because he was because he was uh, he was tapping and he was just like, man, I got pee. So here, so, bad. <laughs> so I'm the the intensity of that moment. Spoiler is basically it's right after the 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 party scene. I don't know why all these action movies now have to have party scenes at a like a club. I think that's what that's a thing. That's now. what. Uh, Either John the Wick producers or it's just like a way to further the plot. It's no, like, oh, this we're is going to meet at a club. We're going to try to resolute what happened in the last act. And then we're going to set up the third act, essentially. In a yeah. club. In a club. Because it's yeah. pretty. 
Yes. There's so many lights and so many colors. I think Tom Cruise just likes music and he just makes it feel. Just makes it go. Yeah. So Andy was saying this because he went to go watch it with us. He said that the that that scene was very cheesy, mm-hmm. but it was a good cheese. And she's right because the camera kept changing back and forth and trying to make this intensity happen. That oh. part set up the running scene where Ethan is told you have to make a choice between saving Grace, who is played by Haley Atwell, mm-hmm. and Elsa, who was. The woman Rebecca I, Ferguson. Yes, yes, she, uh, was, she was in uh, five. One, yes, and she's also. I think she's in Burn Notice, isn't she? She is from Burn Notice. Yeah, yes. yeah. So he was told you have to make Smash, a choice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to make a choice: either save Grace or save Elsa. But you yeah. can't save both. The entity has yeah. chosen. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "No, I'm Ethan Hunt. I can do this. I and can so, beat an AI. I can beat an AI." And he's running through the through the streets of uh, Venice, Italy. Venice, Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, Nick. Right. It could be Venice, so, Texas. Stop. So he's running through, and then all of a sudden. The voice of Benji changes to the yeah. AI. I think we all collectively went. <gasps> we were the like, moment. F. We all, yeah. we all said oh, that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, think, I think the I think the, the I think the entire audience yeah. went. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible. We knew this was gonna happen. It was gonna happen, but, but it's like brilliant. The way that Tom Cruise set it up, it was so great because yes. he, you know, that's the classic thing. That's and I think the AI picked up on that because that's happened in every single Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Uh, Benji quarterbacking. Yeah. yeah, quarterbacking and telling Ethan where to go. That's happened since Mission Impossible 3. And to have that change up, that the AI picked that up, you're like, okay, I know who Ethan trusts Yeah. when it comes to him. And he, and like, and he, would, never, and he would never question not only that, but also even when he gets him in that little row yeah. and then he messes up because mm-hmm. that's happened to Benji before yeah. where he messes up. Like when he's like going through the thing and he, and he goes, yeah. oh yeah, jump out the window. And he goes... I can't. I'm jumping off a building. And then he goes, what? And then he like flips it and yeah. he sees like in three dimensional. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's like, in, he's on, uh, he's on the roof. That's fall, yeah. yeah, he's on the roof of a building. And yeah. He goes, all right, go down two that floors. That was Fallout. No, that was Fallout. That was Fallout. He was chasing Henry Cavill. He's, Henry, he's chasing Henry Cavill. Yeah. Didn't that also happen in uh, when he's running on top of the roof? On uh, Was he the Rogue Nation? Maybe. Or was it Ghost Protocol? It might uh, have been. Maybe well, Ghost Protocol. He was running through the. There's a lot of mistakes that Benji makes mistakes. It was so, the, it was the film where he breaks his ankle because he jumps across. Oh, that the was building. Fallout. Yes. That was that, that was, was Fallout. Yes, last mm-hmm. one. That was the last. That was movie. the last one. <laughs> Fallout is actually now. Fallout has Fallout. a lot of really good moments. Fallout yeah. is really good. It's really good. And, like that's see, why. I, and I told you why I love Fallout so much. I was bro, afraid I gotta of watch, this. I got to rewatch Fallout. Shotgun scene. So Dude, I love that fight scene. That fight scene's sick. I love, Even this yeah. had great fighting scenes. Yeah. The alleyway was a little bit nauseating, but I did in, appreciate it. In this one? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was it was creative. Mm-hmm. It was different. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying about the AI picked up that NG makes mistakes as well, too. Yeah. So the AI was like, no, right, no, sorry, 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 left, 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 Ethan. And I was like, wow, it's picking up how he would talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that intense moment of like, and then the AI goes full Ultron, oh, yeah. which is oh, he starts yeah, talking that was, to yeah. Ethan. Yeah. Starts talking to him. I was about, hoping, you know, what's funny. I was hoping it was gonna start doing that. I want the AI to start communicating with and it. And it did it. Yeah. Let's talk about the third act because a lot of this film in the first and second act is just setting up for the third act, which is the key, right? Because the key was basically built in the second act. Now we're trying to figure out if the key is authentic, which is supposed to unlock, as far as we know, out of the context, it's supposed to act or supposed to unlock the code, the source code for the AI. Which is in the submarine, sunken somewhere in the sea, I think it, in like the Arctic or something. Yes, like that. because it became sentient and it attacked the submarine when it was just supposed to make it visible. Which we don't know why. According to the third act, there was a plot twist in the sense that the director, the secretary, is it the secretary? No, the he's the, the, he's the, the secretary of the CIA. No, he's not the secretary of the CIA. He's just in charge of all clandestine like 
Seek not spy. the one that gets killed. Uh, no, he's by, in charge. He's Gabriel. in charge of all spy agencies. Okay, the the the, the one- guy from Saw <laughs> <laughs> who chops his foot off is in charge of like all spy agencies because he's inside. Oh, the, I was like, not wait, the one I'm that gets his, about the other guy. The, not the one like, that gets his neck slashed by Gabriel. The other one. Oh, the guy that used to be in charge of the IMF. Yes. In the first one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he appears on the train mm-hmm. where the key is going to be sold. So and basically yeah. acts as like and a double, double cross. He's not, he's not trying. He's not like the villain. He is more of like, I, he's, he's being used. This. He's just another party. Yeah. Yeah. Another player in the party. He, another he, piece on the chest. He's board. being used. Yeah. yeah. He's being used by the entity. And then the, his boss who got his throat slit is just, he, they made the mistake because they made it. He yeah. apparently was like, oh, this entire, the, the submersible or whatever mm-hmm. the, the submarine is called, yeah. it was his plan to sink it, right? It was his plan to make it visible because they were going to sink it with a missile and then the AI tricked it and because he said it over-delivered because mm-hmm. all we wanted it to do was just make it visible. So this movie is plot twist after plot twist after plot twist where you think you know what's going to happen but it doesn't end up the way that you think it will because the AI is always a step ahead of you or two steps ahead of you. Well, the, so, the, the AI has figured out by math. Yeah. Ethan Hunt could take down the world's biggest terrorist, but it's next object. It's net. His next objective is mathematics. That's just, all it is. It's code that just keeps on. They, every single time that Ethan thinks that he's ahead of it, his he own keep, worst nightmare. He keeps himself. on getting. That's beat. the thing, and that's what Ethan does. He always thinks step, steps ahead and always thinks out the probability of how this will lay out. Yeah. So to have something that's more efficient and faster thinking than him, that's a really good adversary for him, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting that they've chosen that route. <laughs> the only thing that can beat him is science. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say this. We got about 10 minutes left on the show. There is something about the ending that still makes me think. And I think that this is one of those movies that Nick, I think you could try to predict the next movie as much as you can. I don't think you'll get it right. I can try. You can try. I don't think you'll get it right. There was a key point that makes me think about what part two will be like. And I think that it's that what we don't expect is going to happen because the biggest hint that was given was at the beginning of the film when they were trying to figure out when all the directors were basically meet, having in that, you know, that meeting in the room and they were trying to, uh, you see it in the background, they were making hard copies, physical copies of all the pieces of information. So that the AI doesn't like nuke servers worldwide and destroy all the information. Yes. Right. So they were trying to figure out a way to stop the AI from taking over but, certain parts. But my thing was, is that I hang on, hang on. Okay. Okay. So there was a key point mentioned where one of the directors said, well, why don't you air gap? the servers to kind prevent the way. AI from jumping. Yeah. And he said that would require human interaction, which is one of the weakest links possible in defense. Yes. Okay. With that in mind, the entity has chosen a human avatar to act as his accomplice as like the apostle essentially, right? For Gabriel to deliver his messages and his wills and all this other stuff. Right. Why is the entity relying on a human to make its mission possible? That's the confusing part for me, because if humanity, if the entire thing that the entity is believing in is that human humanity, human interaction can make mistakes, you're relying on a human being to do these things. So at the end of the movie, Ethan's given two choices. You're either going to let Gabriel live or kill Gabriel. Either way, the entity is going to get what it wants. In all fairness, Ethan runs away with the key. 
Yes. And Gabriel is shell shocked over the fact of like, oh my god, like he did the third option. Yeah, he was smart. But was he really? Could be. I don't think so. I think See, that that was the entity's plan. Here's my thing. I do think that of the villains in the Mission Impossibles, I do think Gabriel is the weakest. Yes. I do. I I'm not as invested with Gabriel because he he is not explained. No. He's just a shoehorn. He's just he's a he's a shoehorned character. <clears throat> and he, no matter what happens inside of this movie, they keep showing back to that scene where Gabriel kills somebody that Ethan was yeah. seeing, mm-hmm. and he like stabs her, and then she's dead, and everything like that. And then, Ga- and then apparently Ethan then got taken in, and he was gonna get arrested because apparently Ethan was a thief. Mm-hmm. That's not what the one said, but yeah. Uh, but the thing is that I like these movies when I really can connect to those villains. And the problem with this one also is that it's doing the same thing that a lot of these movies are doing right now is that this is the beginning to this is the beginning story, but I feel like there wasn't a dun dun a conclusion or a dun dun. <laughs> there is no there's no there's no finish to the story because it's a yet. part 1. Yeah. But the thing is that you can have a you can have a closeout mm-hmm. like a wrap up Kind of, and I feel like this movie didn't have it. Not only that, but also I do feel like the train was a hat on hat, where it was we have to which out. We're going to land on the train. Then the train's going to go out of control. Then the uh, what was it? The entity's going to try and do this. Then it was just it, there was so much going on at the end. It was like we have an action set piece here to have an action set because piece. the entity hasn't revealed itself completely and that's the thing is that you're not wrong but i don't think gabriel was intended to be the biggest villain here because the entire time we were watching the movie we were more invested as in the entity being the villain mm-hmm. rather than gabriel but the problem gabriel is that was a human the, avatar but the, but the problem with that is then don't make gabriel somebody that it's defined ethan yeah. He even says, he made me the person that I am today. That's a huge defining moment, and you're not explaining it. It was the part where it was a sh- the shoehorn moment of him killing someone that he was like really invested in, like yes. a friend, before he joined the IMF or something like that, right? Because not only that, but also in the first... Because I remember seeing the first one pretty recently, mm-hmm. and he kind of... He acts like this is the first... When his entire team gets killed, he acts like that's the first time that's ever really happened to him. People who are close to him have yeah, died, died on yeah. a mission. Yeah. So it's kind of odd for them to kind of shoehorn this stuff in. But I do have to say, I overall, the movie is good, but there is moments where it's just kind of like, oh, we did this to have an action set piece. We did this so we can then have something to do with Gabriel because if that's the case and Gabriel is just an avatar and he doesn't really matter kill him off at the end I think that's what's going to happen I I think that he's going to be because that's the thing is that he was outsmarted too easily at the end of the movie I think that the entity is just passing it on and now Ethan is going to play the avatar in the second part then that I don't think that I think Ethan is going to go underground until he can figure out where the submarine is because he doesn't know where the submarine is, and apparently all records of the submarine have been destroyed. Only Gabriel knows. Only Gabriel knows where the submarine is, and he and and but the thing is that Ethan is the only one with the key. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he's gonna have to go underground, and they're gonna have to try him, and everybody and his team are gonna have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I can see that the part two could be a year to two years have passed. Mm-hmm. Some time has passed because it's two not... Two to five years. Two to five years has passed 
And that was the reason why I was saying, oh yeah, the next movie is going to open with Haley Atwell as somebody who's part of the IMF. Like yeah. she's been an, she's been an IMF agent and then now they're sending her after your Ethan. mission. If you choose to accept just to hunt Ethan hunt. Yeah. And yeah. the first like half an hour of that movie is her trying to find Ethan hunt Yeah, and catch up to him. Final thoughts on this film, Renee. Definitely. And my, give us a thought of the stunt, yes, by the way. Um, definitely my new favorite Mission Impossible movie. After seeing it the first time, I did need to see it a second time to see if I fully liked it. But as of right now, as a first impressions and still coming out of it, like really good. I okay. liked it. Um, I thoroughly liked, um, what is it? The stunts were in here were good. I liked how they, I talked about it on the car right here, uh, how they implemented the big stunt. Because you could tell that they were thinking of, okay, Tom... What do you want to do? I want to jump off of a cliff and then parachute onto the train. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? Okay, your mask fails and stuff. So your your only option is to get on the train and stuff like that. I was like, okay, you know what? It's it's a cheesy way of doing that, but I liked it. The it's, setup yeah. to the stunt was yeah. more worth. Yes. It was more worth in the setup than yeah. the actual. But stunt the thing itself. is that I don't think the entity. I think the entity figured that he was going to get on the boat. I mean, get on the train. Uh-huh. So that's why it sped it up because it figured, oh, well, he's going to use a motorcycle to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think him getting on the train wasn't its plan. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I don't think. He, I think he did beat the entity in the first part. I don't yeah. think so. No, I think so because they also had. To, they also wanted to destroy the bridge, and that was going to be like the final like end game moment where it's like you can't stop the moving train, and then you definitely can't stop it from basically. That was the entity stunt done. Yeah. Okay. And so then, but it didn't count on Ethan already thinking that ahead of time and being like, okay, we're just going to push all the people in the train in the back of the car to the train. And then, you know, Ethan surviving that as well, too. You yeah. know, that it didn't take that. And then him using it as an escape route. It didn't count for his luck. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it can't account for luck uh-huh. of like, oh, he's just lucky. He yeah. can't account for the impossibility. Right. Can you imagine if the next one's like, I can't count. You're lucky. Ethan. <laughs> yeah. But now I have put that equation together <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now you won't stop me. Nick, final thoughts and the <laughs> thought on the stunt. It's going to be Neil Patrick Harris in the next one. That's going to be the entity. It's going to be just like Matrix Resurrection. Just Neil Patrick Harris. Final thoughts, I'm Nick. fine with that. I, I thought I already did. Uh, I, oh, okay. Movie, never mind. The movie, the movie was good. What um, about your thoughts um, on the stunt? Yeah, I, think the stunt I, think, I think the stunts were cool. I, I really liked it. Um, I I really did like the airport scene. I think the airport scene is probably, you know, it was really cool. It's not the biggest thing that Mission Impossible has ever done, but it's definitely one of like the more fun things uh-huh. that they've done. Uh, the actual s- big stunt, I, it's not as cool as hanging out of a hell as hanging out of a plane as it's like launching into the air, but it's a cool scene. Or scaling the tallest building in the or world. Or scaling the tallest building in the world or yeah. anything like that. I'd, it's not, it's not up there yeah. on like cool stuff he's done. I will say that it's not one of my favorite Mission Impossible movies that still belongs to Fallout. And yeah. was it the second one, Rogue Nation? The second one in the new trilogy? It's Rogue Nation, right? Yes. That yeah. one's that one's or five. Ghost Okay, so that's so five. It's mission, mission, uh, mission two, mission three, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, mission. Fallout, and Dead Reckoning. Fall- Rogue Nation has a place in my heart because of the the when they try to reveal the syndicate and mm-hmm. uh Ethan Hunt does the the was it the what is it called? Oh my god, why am I blanking out? When he tricks the secretary. 
by believing uh, by ha- having him reveal that the syndicate is real. Uh huh. That scene. I uh, yeah, oh yeah I love that's Rogue my favorite. Na- I love Rogue Nation because it came out right around the time of Spectre. Yeah. And then they, but and they had the exact same plot. Yeah. Spectre Rogue and, Nation and, did it better. Yeah, and Rogue Nation did yeah. it so much better. It yeah. was so much more entertaining. You were like, these are supposed to be spinoffs of Bond, yeah. <laughs> and they're just blowing Bond out of the water yeah. on so these. Rogue Nation has a, a place in my heart for that reason. Fallout, and then this one, Dead Reckoning, yeah. but only because Dead Reckoning is a setup. That's why I see it that way. Yeah. Now, do you think we're going to get the Syndicate in Part Two? I hope so. It'd that'd be, be interesting. That'd be another a, piece of a puzzle yeah, here. That would be that, another interesting thing that the the AI starts. E- you know, realizing what's Ethan's greatest adversary. Yeah. Other than me. That it's is, the syndicate. It's the syndicate. He starts I, getting all of his, uh, his greatest hits. Yeah. To basically. wrap it up. Yeah. I do agree with you. The mm-hmm. setup to the stunt is better than the actual stunt itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does take a lot of skill and a lot of balls to jump a yeah. bike mm-hmm. off the, off a cliff. The, but the, the only thing is that because you have the entity, there's a lot of places where I'm like, why doesn't the entity get involved? Like when well, we don't know it's end game. But that's the thing, and that's true, but the other thing is that like, when Benji allows the car to drive itself, I thought that was going to be a problem. You would think that so, he right? would That, you know, I thought that was going to be a thing that Benji was going to have to solve of, he put the car in auto drive, and then he went over and started like actually like doing what he needed to do, and it, it just never became a thing. It, you know, it was like, oh, it, this is set up, because then it's going to hack the car, and then the car, and then the car's gonna start driving itself, and then he's gonna have to jump onto the train, and he's gonna have to figure out a way to, to survive this. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of places where it was like the entity is all knowing and it's all controlling, and you can't escape it, but it just failed to do things. Well, the entity wasn't a player in the third act; it didn't really make an appearance. No, because it had already told Gabriel what? the future. Yeah, so it was just kind of like on standby. Where where is it? We don't know. Uh, we recommend go watching Dead Reckoning. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's, it's a fun, really great yeah. movie. But it is a movie that you do need to have knowledge of Mission Impossible movies to do enjoy. Do you need to see it in IMAX, though? Uh, you know I what? would say, I, yeah. I enjoyed this in IMAX. It was fun because you get to feel the like the vibrations. The vibration. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. the theme for this one is just awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the drum-heavy uh, version of the... <laughs> dun, 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 I, I thought the... I, I didn't think that the imaging, like the imagery mm-hmm. that was there for IMAX wasn't as spectacular yeah. as like the past ones. No, it was more of the sound. Yeah. It yeah. was... Yeah, so, like yeah. it was more of the sound. I didn't think like imaging-wise I wasn't like, oh yeah, well, obviously you need to do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's wrap up this issue. It's already mm-hmm. two hours in at this point. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to issue 156 of Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Threads, and TikTok. Check out our audio platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. And if you've not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, go subscribe to Keeping Up With The Nerds. Thank you very much for all the support. Uh, just, you know, if you guys want to show any support at all, share us with friends, clip us, put us on whatever just you know comment down below as well on anywhere where there's a a comment section just let us know what you guys think and you guys can message us on instagram as well let us know what you guys think about each show we appreciate all the support so with that said renee you ready to sign us out let's do it this has been keep up with the nerds issue 156 my name is renee nick this is brian sign off from under city comics we'll see you all next time Keep it up with the nerds. Don't forget.
forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.